What's going on, everybody? Todd here, uh, joined once again by Moriarty. Hi. I was and, waiting for the how are you, and then I'd go whatever. The well, I mean, I, c- I could have just done like shitty jokes, but I decided not to. And we have a special guest <laughs> with us. Uh, the fucking legend of the, the Bloodlines community, uh, Burgermeister, how are you? Hey, I am doing well. Yeah. How are you doing? I, I'm doing quite well. Quite well. Uh, let me kill that music. Um, <laughs> it's a thing. Uh, so let's just get the business out of the way real quick. Um, you can check out our sponsors. There's links in the show notes. Uh, if you're on the Twitch page, there's a panel with the links. Or uh, if you're on the YouTube watching that, you, it's in the uh, description. Of course, we have uh, Sideshow Collectibles, Gary Poppins, <laughs> Gary Poppins Small Batch Gourmet Popcorn. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it had to do the whole thing. Uh, Breezy, uh, Valiant Vape, and um, Violet Vixen. There's Loot Crate. Uh, there's probably another one I'm fucking forgetting, but I just want to do these quick because it's a special time. It's a special episode. Uh, it's not every day that I, I get to have somebody on the show that, like, honestly, I, I consider one of, like, the coolest fucking people uh, that's that's been able to kind of impact my life indirectly, sort of. Um, and that's Burger Meister. Wow. Yeah. This got serious. This got pretty. <laughs> this like, got really serious. <laughs> this got really, really touchy feeling. This went from like one to 60, like pretty quick. Oh, yep. <laughs> Never turn it off. That's the way it goes. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, Gosh. no problem. Um, and I was changing lives with bloodlines. Well, I mean, it, it's. See, the thing is, like, when you play a game that's been out for 14 fucking years, it's. It gets stale. Um, and mm-hmm. then you kind of drop the game and you go, oh, I'm going to play something else and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, thanks to, to you and a bunch of the other mod creators, I've been able to continually go back. And honestly, like my last playthrough of Bloodlines with, uh, with the Clan Quest mod gave me that first time feeling I haven't had in 14 fucking years. Oh, yeah. So, that hit of the good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean... It it really rein it reinvigorated my whole like oh hey I can do Bloodlines content all the time now again instead of being right. like eh, I'm kind of burnt out on this but or you know you know games get old after a while your favorite titles you can only play yeah. them so many times or you can become like a total like psychopath and yeah. just like work on the game and like mod it for like five years straight and yeah. Totally to the exclusion of like playing new games or hanging out with yeah. your friends. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, guys, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out, so uh, the mod's delayed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't, though. I, I still haven't played yeah, Andromeda. I've, yeah, neither have I. Yeah, I've, uh, I've played maybe like 20 hours between like four yeah. playthroughs, and I've not left like the beginning of the game. So people tell me it's kind of garbage, so I'm, it's not at the top of my list. Yeah, it's. I mean, I could say the same thing about a bunch of different games, but of course, like with anything, your mileage varies depending on what you're what you're into. So, because mm-hmm. some people really, I, I know a lot of people that really love Mass Effect, for example, and to them, it's a great game. Um, a lot of the bugs got fixed, which were great, especially the the sad facial animations. Where I'm just like, I'd be playing Bloodlines, and they have better <laughs> facial animations. <laughs> Dude, it's still true. So like. I started playing Vampire, mm-hmm. obviously. That yeah. was like at the top of my list. Like a new vampire game, basically. I gotta play this shit. 
uh, and and reviews aside, like one of the yeah. first things I noticed was like when characters talk, they're like, "I'm going to tell you about my life." Yeah. You know, it's just like the mouth moves up and down, but that's that's about it. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of like facial expression. Or... Yeah, I mean, there's like what happened? Like we we had games like Until Dawn that had like fucking amazing uh, facial animation, like. And then we have Vampire, and it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> cool new vampire game. Awesome. And it's, yeah, it's like super wooden. And you're like, where's the, like, did, are, do you not emote anymore? Is that right. a thing from the time period? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, in, in 1918, people stopped feeling things from <laughs> April to <laughs> October. Yeah. Part of the, uh, it was part of the plug, actually, of face paralyzation. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Just oh, you know what it is though. It's because the lip syncing is just so expensive to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. and what's so funny is like, so you know, I've worked on Bloodlines, and people have told me I've done a pretty decent job you with have. the facial animation. You really have. Thank you. And but you know what? I showed some of the clips to the voice actors, like, <laughs> you know, during the development process, and I could like tell from their reaction. They're like, "Holy shit! This is like some 1977 kung fu movie <laughs> style lip dub like." lip syncing like that you know by like a yeah. movie standards like obviously it doesn't match up perfectly like if your expectations are like perfection it's not yeah. gonna succeed but as far as video games go like bloodlines pretty much is, is is almost as good as it gets i think it's for for the engine it's running on which to my for my understanding is a bitch to mod <laughs> yeah it's horrible <clears throat> yeah um it's i mean it, you work miracles like most of the people that mod it that mod it well um and you know i'm not going to throw shade at at anybody uh, specifically <laughs> but um if you mod it well it's it's amazing like what people can do you know right so like for but you got to but you got to be all in you got to be like yeah. i'm gonna devote all of my free time for yep. the next two years to yep. this that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but then you find out people are like super excited about it and going like, well, where, when is, when's it happening? You yeah. You're like, I didn't know you wanted this that quickly. It's going to take time. Right. Exactly. Especially since it's just like me for the most part. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like if it was just like, Oh, Hey, like we're just adding like a couple, couple new quests or, or something right. like that, or maybe like a slight visual update. And yeah, I mean, like a couple months, maybe if you have a lot of free time. But like, you added a whole new hub, <laughs> you added a whole new quest line. Yeah. Well, I new mean, Andy. technically, new two Andy. new quest lines in there if you want to really play it. You know, the way right. it is. Right. Right. New, new, new endings. New endings. Uh, new NPCs. Um, my my new favorite fucking character in the game. Victoria. Which is oh yeah, I knew I knew she'd go over well. Oh yeah, I mean it's just you bring in a setite, and I mean I just I can't say no to that, you know? Right. And then that's exactly what she's counting on. She's yeah. like, you're not gonna say no. Yeah, I got exactly not... what you need, baby. Yep. And I mean, you know, I I can make the joke of like I really enjoyed hand puppet uh, Hazel as well. <laughs> <laughs> So like I would always like I'm not really on Twitch, so I'd like see your videos on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, great, I can see Todd's playthrough, <laughs> see his reaction to everything. And uh so I'm like kind of skipping around, you know. I yeah. mean, because you know, it's like 
you, you know, like you know the, the with, stuff. You know? I know, I know it in and out. But I, I'm like, let's see how he deals with Hazel. And like, you roll up, and he's just like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, I'm like, what the fuck is this? That's like, not supposed to happen. I have never seen. No one else has reported that issue. I've never seen that bug before. I am so happy it's on video. <laughs> just. <laughs> They're like, I'm like, great. It's on a Twitch channel. And you're so cool about it. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah What's just telling me about uh, chasing down some camera spy. Huh? Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Like no reaction whatsoever. So, <laughs> so it's not a bug. It's a feature. So here's the thing. Like for me, like after the fact, I found out that it wasn't supposed to be like that. But I had thought like, oh, okay, well, he's a Malkavian. Like, of course, he's going to do something fucking crazy for me. Like, right. And then yeah. and people were just like, I've never seen that before. And I'm like, and I, I then I watch your thing and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I was I was amazed. I'm like, well, you know, and then, of course, there's, you know, the Twitch chat. You know, we had a uh, new wave in there. New waves just fucking rolling. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> she's awesome. Like, like, honestly, it's just. If there's somebody that's like more enthusiastic about like vampire, like I sh shit hands down. I mean that her oh, Twitter I, feed is awesome. I had to hide her Twitter feed. And <laughs> it's not that I don't like her. It's just sometimes I check Twitter at work, and that's a problem. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I get you on that. That's <laughs> why I don't like as many of the tweets that she puts anymore. You know, it's like yeah. Uh, a lot of TNA, a lot no of good way. stuff there. Hey, it's no problem. I have no problem with it, but at the same time, like I'm also not checking at work. So it's... Right, exactly. Good stuff. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But no, it's, it's kind of what were you gonna say? Oh, uh, I was just gonna say it's just kind of funny like how tight knit the bloodlines oh, absolutely. community is. There's just like Probably less than a hundred people, I would guess, that are like really super engaged, but yeah. everyone kind of knows each other. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like high school, except for like, well, I mean, there's you're gonna have the shitheads in in high school as well, but I mean, there's like a lot less of those in the Bloodlines community. Like, yeah. I like, I one of the things I like doing is I've gone to uh, small channels uh, on Twitch, mm -hmm. and um, like especially when it's somebody's first playthrough and like i just i welcome them to the bloodlines community i'm like welcome to the blood i've never been welcome to a community before i'm like you're gonna be playing this a lot trust me <laughs> that's what happened to me man i got hooked on that shit yeah uh, it's, as you can tell yeah i mean um i actually dug out uh this shirt here and i actually wore this shirt when i picked up uh my cop my first copy of bloodlines at like a Kmart. what is what can you stand up so I can see it? Oh yeah, the electric, electric, the electric Hellfire Club. Yeah, it's nice. A, yeah, and that's, that's a band, isn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah, I know this band. <laughs> nice. I don't know it well, but I think I got like a couple songs on my playlist. Yeah, I mean they have a couple good ones, and they have a lot of really satanic ones. So yeah, I mean I can play some of them around people, and then other ones are like. Really? Really? You want to play a song that just starts off with live, breathe, kill for Satan? And I'm like, no, I mean, I enjoy the tune. So so this guy who sings the song Rats, what's his name? Um, Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, uh, he's on. He's fresh and he is like he's not actually fresh. He's just freshly like being played on the radio at this yeah, point. Yeah. But he's he's made a living out of 
singing songs about worshiping the yeah, devil. I know it's fucking weird. Like, now it's it, on the radio. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, like, my, like uh, my job, um, my, well, my my legit job. Uh, I work in a hot topic, and every now and then that'll play, and I'm just like, I mean, okay, like I'm not gonna argue it. Like it's music, and I I can listen to it, but, right? But I remember like that. I remember places being like, we really can't play that because they have a naughty word in it. And it's like, yeah, we're playing songs <laughs> about Satan now, so enjoy. Hey. It's 2018, bitch. Get with the time. <laughs> do they do they sell do they still sell CDs at uh, Hot Topic? Uh, not my location because we are basically the equivalent of a fucking broom closet. So right, right. No and, room for that. Yeah, and I mean, like, don't get me wrong. My you know my manager is probably gonna catch this episode because it's a thing, and it's gonna be like I, I laugh so hard and stuff like that. And you were totally right about the the broom closet thing. And I'm like. <laughs> Well, if it is, I mean, if you're just saying the truth, yeah. you just we we truth. constantly are just like we need a fucking bigger store. Yeah, <laughs> and they're just like, no, nah, yeah. you don't need a bigger store. We're gonna send you 28 boxes of shipment on a Monday. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what about tomorrow? 30. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose you get like some free stuff, you know, like falls off a box, falls off the truck, and now you've got like a. I wish closet full of angsty t-shirts. So <laughs> I wish, but forty percent discount is pretty nice. So. Yeah, yeah. I remember buying CDs back in the day when that was still a thing at Hot Topic. So because that was mm -hmm. the only place you could get stuff like uh, Electric Hellfire Club yeah. or whatever crazy industrial mm -hmm. shit. Uh, a lot of a lot of like MSI to even you know that was another mm -hmm. one you could find mostly only at Hot Topics. Um, but yeah, it was, and they would have a, every year they would release like a sampler of like, it's just a Hot Topic exclusive CD and it has like four or five bands you've never heard of. And you're like, oh shit. And then you find out like two of them, uh, two of those bands have employees that uh, work for Hot Topic in there. And oh, you're like, really? And you're like, well, that's pretty cool. Like they really have some of the coolest pro uh, policies. Like if I had a band and I wanted to go on tour, I can go and just like let my district manager know like, hey. Uh, my band wants to go on tour. Like we're thinking about these days, and we're like, yeah, take two weeks off to go on tour. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you should. I thought you were gonna say there was gonna be like a hot topic tour of uh, like shitty venues <laughs> in like medium sized cities of like all these like local bands from like around the country. Oh, that'd be terrific. Because that would be rad. Tell if your yep. manager is listening to this, <laughs> sir. Pitch, I've pitch got that. a business plan for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting thing, though. It really is. And um, it's funny because, um, like, I have I have Vampire the Masquerade merch. You know, I have a Malkavian shirt. I have um, I have a New really? Wave Requiem shirt. Yeah. Really? They sell that there. Oh, no, they don't sell it there. No, 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 no. They no. should sell it there. They should. And they need to get in touch with uh, the Onyx Path, who does all the, the merch license, license right. on it. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I'll go and wearing that and somebody will be like, oh my God, I haven't thought about Vampire the Masquerade like in forever. And I'm like, it's still a thing. Fifth edition just came out. Do you play the, right. do you play the computer games? And they're like computer games. And I'm like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh sweet child. <laughs> do we, let me initiate you. you into this. <laughs> Can I, I feel like a lot of people can't get past the graphics though. At this point, like, like people, I don't care obviously, but. People have a harder time with, um, I mean, with, there's texture packs you can you can fix shit with. 
you know so yeah but like even like the physics engine is like garbage and like it's well, you know it's buggy as fuck no matter what you do oh yeah so is fallout 3 but i still play that and so, so... is 76 it's true that's <laughs> true, true. <laughs> but the fallout games have that like bethesda gloss on it you know what i'm talking about like yeah bugs aren't, i'm not speaking it, it's not bugs it's features yeah i got you yeah yeah, no, I'm not talking figuratively. I'm talking literally. I feel like when I play like new, mm -hmm. new, like newer age, like yeah. RPGs, especially Bethesda games, it seems like everything's just covered in like glossy slime. Yeah, pretty much. Like I like it's wrapped in cellophane or something. No, you know what I'm talking about? I, I, like, I, I completely get you. Completely yeah. get you on that. So I don't know. I feel like I can get past the graphics. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah. I can get past the bugs. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, I'm mean, like one of these story nerds. It's like I'm here for the dialogue and the story. So if you can, if that can carry the game, like I'm, I'm on board. And yeah, Bloodlines mm -hmm. does that. It's to this day, I still think it's some of the best storytelling in a game. Yeah, there's a reason why Bloodlines is continually, after 14 years, on the best RPG like top 20. You know, so yeah. like. It's because it's really, really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what did, okay, so tell, uh, you both beat the game, right? At this point? I have. He has, I haven't. <laughs> I oh, have. Oh, shit. She's still working through it, so. Oh. She's watched me oh, play it tons of times, though, so. Do I need to leave the room for like a minute or so, or uh, <laughs> take the I just wanted, I wanted to ask about perceptions of the end game the mm -hmm. first time you played. Um,. Well, I mean, the first time I played, I was just like, oh, well, I mean, I'm Camarilla, so I got to do the Camarilla thing, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Right. And I wasn't ready for Ming Zhao at all. Right. <laughs> I don't think anybody was. Right. Um, hell, I wasn't ready for fucking Bach. Let's, let's be right. serious there. Um, but I mean, the first time through, like, I, I thought, oh, OK, well. I'm a good vampire, quote unquote, so I'll side with the cam, I'll do the thing. And then at the end, I explode and I'm like, the, 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 how, what? Yeah. How, how did... And it was just one of those moments. And I'm, you see the note, you know, from Jack and I'm like, oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> then the second time through, I'm like, all right, how do I prevent this? And I'm like, wait a second, I can side with the Anarchs. <laughs> How do I prevent this? <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. How do I, how do I prevent my own death? I mean, because yeah. that's, I mean, ultimately that's what, what vampire is. It's like, you're dead. You don't want to die again. How do I continue in this life? So. Right. I don't, I just remember the first time I played, I didn't know what to think. I yeah. saw that tower go up and I picked the Anarchs the first time through. Yeah. And I was just like, I felt, I don't know, it was like I felt like simultaneously like really satisfied, but at the same time like kind of like jilted. Yeah. No, and I get that. But uh, obviously it didn't turn me off. I kept yeah. kept going back for more. Yeah. Well, the second I found out that there was multiple endings, I was right. just like, ooh. And then messing around with builds and stuff like that and realizing that you don't have to use auto spend. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every now and then I'll break out auto spend though on a Twitch stream. I'm just like, all right, guys, we're doing a Malkavian auto spend run. How are we go? How are we doing this? And they're like, oh, you did that like a year ago and you hated yourself after that for months. And I go, yes. Yeah, how does that usually work out? I've oh, never fucking <laughs> horribly. Um, well, so all of them follow a template. And yeah, um, yeah so you, you're spec decently, but you can't do half the shit that you could do right. if otherwise. So it's like, oh, here's like two points in finance. Let me use fucking finance. Oh, here's right. intimidation. I'm a seduction character. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> it's almost as if this game was like half developed and then they stopped right at the end before they could play test. Right? I Isn't mean, that weird that it's yeah, like that? Yeah. I don't know why it would be like that. Yeah, no, I, especially <laughs> like when uh, with the Nosferatu, I mean... Mm -hmm. Like, it felt like they were not even playtested at all. I mean. Now, I know you're being sarcastic, because, but why do you, why do you say that? Uh, because Tim Kaine said that they weren't playtested at all. Oh, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, we were able to go and do, like, when they sent it to QA, uh, QA was just like, yeah, we don't want to deal with the Nosferatu. So they didn't do any QA on it before Activision's like, all right, you got you to gotta ship it. And it's like, what? Wow. Yeah. That sounds about right, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can't even picture, like, some developer, like, coming up with the masquerade violation system for, like, the Nosferatu, his cubicle one night. Yep. <laughs> and, like, he tested it out a little, you know, make sure it works. And that was the end of it. Mm -hmm. That was the end of it. Yeah. No, it was fucking horrible. It was... Oh, that makes, that makes so much sense. Right? Actually, yeah. That's perfect. Because even if you play it now, like... Unless you're running like uh, the unofficial patch or, or any of the other patches uh, mm -hmm. that are available for it, uh, any of the mods, like it's kind of taken care of to a point. Um, but like if you are able to play like the 1.1, you're still like, I'm getting masquerade violations like crazy as a Nosfra and I'm obfuscated. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, right, right. Like, the guy's God, pissing on a wall. Why don't I just get a masquerade violation by creeping behind him? Nobody sees me. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, dude. Like, doing Clan Quest mod and then having to think about the Nosferatu is just, like, the biggest fucking pain in the ass. I can it, imagine. Because, you know, because it's not even so much, like, the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. It's, like you know, trying to figure out how a quest is supposed to work that you're otherwise supposed to solve like socially. Well, now you have to, now you have to introduce like a stealth solution. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you know, it, it's just like, okay, so you played clan quest mod, you know about yeah, the yeah. thing where you go into the, the laundromat and you, you know, you're supposed to talk to this girl mm -hmm. and get some clue about this quest to proceed. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not supposed to like, I, it was like one of these things where I was just like, well, if you kill her, there still needs to be a way to like figure out the quest. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. With Nosferatu, it's just going to be the same thing. Like <laughs> you just pick up the phone and, and mysteriously, if she died earlier, her phone just got left behind. The police never thought it would be interesting to pick up her cell phone <laughs> as part of the evidence. <laughs> nice. Because fuck this. I don't have time to figure out yeah, some really. I've, I've been spending two years on this already. <laughs> let's, let's exactly. <laughs> And then the Malkavian dialogue, too, is just, Ooh. like, the worst thing in the world. There's, like, just moments in the development process where I'd written, like, really good dialogue. And I was like, oh, it's finally done. Now you can go back and do it all again. But for Malkavian. 
well <laughs> shit <laughs> All right, so how do I how do I like allude to plot points and make it really confusing so people purposely uh, choose the wrong answer because it sounds funny? Right, exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. How can I use alliteration effectively here? Yeah. How can I make a literary reference here? Oh my god, yeah. puns! It, it's almost <laughs> like once you get in the flow of it, though, like the Malkavian dog is kind of fun because it's almost like writing poetry. Nice. Nice. Because you're trying to do all these like little weird puns and word plays and you know, it's not all bad. Yeah, but it's it's still the initial getting into it. You're like, shit. Mm -hmm. Why? That's why I don't play a Malkavian anymore. Like, I mean, just like even on um, even in tabletop, like that's like my hard rule is like, if you want me to play your game, I'm not mm -hmm. playing a Malkavian. And they're like, well, why not? And I'm like, I was stuck as a Malkavian for many years in my teens. So no 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 fuck off no. with that shit. <laughs> yeah, the first time I I played Bloodlines, it tr I'd used the uh, character picker and it tried to put me as a Malkavian. <laughs> I got like ten minutes in and I was like, I nope. think this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, the the thing that kills me though is watching people's playthroughs, and it's like, oh, it's my first playthrough, and I'm a Malkavian. I'm like, oh, honey, you made a big mistake. Just. Oh, why did you do that to yourself? My chat thought it was a great idea. Yeah, no, your chat hates you. You're not going to enjoy this. Start over. Play any of the other clans. Except now, for Nosferatu, because save that for later. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put an unpopular opinion out okay. there. Malkavians are fucking overrated. Okay. There's so many Let's Players, Twitch players, people playing the game. And they think it's so hilarious that they're playing a Melkavian and, oh, look at my dialogue. It's so wacky. Look at me. I'm so crazy. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, like, it's not that it's not like we, we got the joke. You know, it's we heard it five minutes ago and now you've just been saying the same joke for the rest of the game. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I appreciate a good Melkavian, but yeah. there's just so much fish milk out there in the yes. world whether it be in the pen and paper game or in the realm of bloodlines yes yes absolutely and i'm sorry if you're a milk lover you can crucify me but that's that's my well, opinion and i'm sticking to it well and and i will actually completely and totally agree with what you just said um as somebody who watches a lot of um people play bloodlines we're now seeing like a more more of a swing, at least on the Twitch side, where people are choosing Tremere. Ooh! So we're seeing a lot of Tremere Ooh. playthroughs, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But every now and then, you'll still see like, oh, hey, there's seven people streaming this game, and six of them are doing Malkavian. I'm like, on. yeah, Which exactly. One am I watching. It's <laughs> because people there's people think it's going to be more interesting because it's Malkavian. It's no. like, no, everyone's doing it. It's not that cool. No. It, if you want an interesting playthrough, do something that people aren't doing. Like, especially if you're putting it up on YouTube or, or Twitch or whatever. Do a Nosferatu playthrough, you know? Oh, yeah. Those are, like, fucking unicorns <laughs> to, to find. Because every now and then somebody will be like, I'll do a Nosferatu. Or if you're messing around with some of the other mods, like, uh, uh -huh. let's just say you're doing uh, Final Nights, do a Somdi. Like... Right. I've never seen anybody do a like do a Somdi run. And I'm like that's on the list. So or does that does that mean you've got 
Nosferatu on your list? Oh, um, Nosferatu is on my always on my list. Have you? So have you? Like I don't know all your let's plays. Have hey, you done a Nosferatu let's play already? Yes. Yeah. I okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you're practicing what you preach. Yeah. Yeah. I've <laughs> uh, the clan. I uh, usually what I'll do is um, I'll have my chat choose the clan I'm playing. Mm-hmm. But if I've already done a clan, like so, let's just uh, the last playthrough I did was. Actually, I still have that playthrough going. I got a Toriador going right now. So my next playthrough, I'll be like, okay, choose these clans except Toriador because I don't want to do that shit again, you know, uh, except okay. for Toriador and Malk. So <laughs> don't, don't choose either one of those. Uh, I did a Tremere for Clan Quest, which was fun. I enjoyed right. that. Um, the next one I think I'm going to do is, I mean, I'm tempted to do the Nazi now in, in Clan Quest just <laughs> to see the, well, uh, just leave the phone. Just there we go. Yeah, there's a couple there's a couple cool interactions. Um that kid that you meet in the taco restaurant. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to like shake him down. Mm-hmm. Like his dialogue is awesome with Nosferatu. <laughs> nice. So, give it give it a fair shot. It's there's some yeah. there's some good moments. No, absolutely. I mean, uh two of the two of the most interesting dynamically playthroughs are are going to be your your nosferatu and mm-hmm. then every other clan except for malkavian because i mean they have a novelty that wears off in 10 15 minutes of gameplay basically right um but yeah you could sit there and laugh and joke and be like ha, 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 i just had an argument with a street sign like i've seen this shit like a thousand <laughs> fucking times this is the funniest it's- thing ever no it's not like <laughs> it's 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 good for one playthrough but like right exactly when every twitch streamer yeah, whenever he let's player is posting malkavian videos it just gets kind of like worn thin yeah. that's that's my opinion anyways yeah no and I, I completely agree with you like i don't see a lot of ventru playthroughs i don't see and i i don't like playing ventru i i, oh. I just there's a thing with like i i just never and i i guess it's like my bias because i've never liked the clan ventru to be with so. oh man venture's my boy dude oh oh my god i want dominate so badly in real life oh, dominate would be <laughs> nice oh my god i think that would be the best one of any of them that you could have irl fair fair i mean don't get me strong like wrong like super strength would be would be cool obfuscate yeah. would be cool yeah but if i could just walk up to people and basically make them do what i said yeah <laughs> that would be great you've never seen me before and they're just like yeah. why'd you wave your hand and you're like you've never seen me before and they go <laughs> who, who are you what are you doing here where did you come from and you're like exactly be on your way except except when you fail your you fail your role that's like, the first time like no man you're just waving your hand yeah, you're just you waving your hand like what the fuck are you doing and you're like shit i need to put Star another Wars. point in goddamn dominate <laughs> These are the droids I'm looking for, actually. <laughs> uh, that's always fun, though. Like, um, I, I, one thing I enjoy is, is the versatility of the system and mm-hmm. being able to build the character I want to build, whether it was in the tabletop or in the um, in Bloodlines, for for that matter. Right. Uh, so if I feel like being like a more brawly character, then cool. Like I can do that and say fuck social interactions. I can beat the game that way. Right. I can try to seduce my way through, which 
means I'm sleeping with Romero and uh, every <laughs> every dumpster hoe I come across um, gets uh, gets sacrificed. Um, yeah, it's a thing. But yeah, it's I mean, I, that's another that's one of those little quirks I I found um, if and this is like my pro tip, if you're ever picking up a prostitute in bloodlines and you're looking for a spot, take her to the nearest dumpster. Usually there's like That's one true dumpster in real life too, though. It's not just bloodlines there. I wouldn't know <laughs> life tips. Yeah. Life tips. <laughs> Gimmick bag. Bro, we totally life. got a couple of hookers. Where should we take them? Ah, dumpster, dumpster over, there. over there. Yeah. All right. Got a place so... to throw them when we're done with them. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things though. Like, um, but yeah, no, I, I implore anybody that's looking to do a, a bloodlines playthrough, even if, even if you're, you're doing it for yourself, don't do Malkavian like ever (laughs) just maybe, maybe after you've expended all other, all the other six clans, maybe do Malkavian. I think, I think when I played the game, I started with Bruja and then I did a Nosferatu run through and then a Melk run through. I think they're for me, I would say they're like third on the list. Like yeah. you want like a standard run, you want your Nosferatu because that's very unique. And yeah. then like why I mean it is unique in the sense that right, you're gonna stop the stop sign and yeah. have a conversation. And so I mean it has its quirks. It's just after that, like you don't have to go back to it. Plus, at the at that point when you're doing that Malkavian run, you've done the other playthroughs, and you can understand what kind yeah, of codes being exactly. laid down. You're just like okay. exactly, dude. I like I said, I the first time I played the auto picker picked me a Malkavian, and like I was rabbling some shit off that I had no idea what the fuck I was going. And then on Jack about, calls so. you out. He goes, "Oh shit, you're a Malkavian yeah. too. Yeah. You're doubly fucked." Yeah, <laughs> and then Mercurio's like. Oh, you're a fucking Melkavian. I'm like, oh shit, I think this is a bad idea. <laughs> I think I should just start over. Let's, let's try this again. Um Yeah, after the previous two attempts to get the game to run and then it just like crashed yeah. horribly and I had to install new graphics drivers because that's fucking bloodlines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but now I mean now you I can run it on in, in my system without a graphics card because 14 fucking years old. Right. Now, so, right. Exactly. It's so it's, so, it's one of those CPU heavy games too. But then again, that's the early source engine for you. So. Right. Mm-hmm. It's totally inefficient, especially if you're running clan quest mod, unfortunately, eh. <laughs> it's still worth it. It really is. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Like it was release day. And that's when I found out that the crashing bug was like way worse than I realized. Yeah. And, uh, I was just like, fuck, Hopefully people will still think it's worth it, yeah. even though it's like you got to have multiple saved games and yeah, save scum like F nines on your keyboard for a reason. I mean, that's right. just the way it is. Right. But uh, it worked out. And then like a couple of days later, I had the hot yeah. fix that fixed that mostly. So it wasn't it wasn't all bad news. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that was that was actually really cool. Like it was super quick, like the uh, the patch on that i was like i was because there's been times where i've i've played mods and it's like oh yeah we're working on a patch and then like three months later they're like oh here's a patch and you're like i already gave up on this mod like Mm -hmm. i've tried playing it 
when you got an issue like that, like I'm a software developer by trade. So mm -hmm. like, I understand when you've got like a serious issue, like you got to fix that shit like straight yeah. Yeah. away, like no fooling around. Yeah. So I fixed the critical issues as quickly as I could. I've still got like a list, like five pages long of like bugs I have to go back and fix. Yeah. And yeah. that's just, that's just bound to happen. Like, I'm not going to beat myself up about yeah. that. That's, that's software development. Like, honestly, exactly. I know there's going to be bugs. It's just, are there going to be like seriously horribly bad ones? Like, yeah. hopefully not. And I mean, game breakers. Yeah. Yeah. The game breakers are, are top priority. I mean, that's always going to be the case. But I mean, something like, oh, well, Hazel's animation didn't trigger right. So he's in this weird position. Like, that's fine. Like, that's Hazel turns into a hand puppet, though. That, that's a little more serious. <laughs> I was a little more concerned about that, to be honest with you. I was the thing was is I was kind of hoping that was gonna be like every interaction with him. And I was like, oh my god, this would be no. great. Like a Malk that only talks through his hand. That'd be true. No, he's he's a little more well adjusted than that. Yeah. I mean, like bear and all. So Yeah. So you're you're running a tabletop game, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's Nashville, I think it's set, yes, right? Yes, Nashville by night. <laughs> so you'll appreciate this is that um so a lot of the inspiration for Clan Quest Mod, this newest chapter, came from a tabletop game. Oh, nice. Uh, so a lot of the new characters are like people's player characters that got converted into Bloodlines Very cool. personalities. But two of my player characters um, had no experience with Vampire before, and they both chose to play Melkavians. Oh, God. So I was running a game. It was... It was uh, Four or five players, and two mm -hmm. of which were Malkavians, and it was ridiculous. It was trying. <laughs> it was trying. Yes, exactly. Um, for for my Nashville game, I when I laid out the uh, the rules, I'm just like, okay, so first off, uh, this is the first time I'm running a V5 game. This is uh -huh. also the first time I'm actually storyteller for a vampire game. So so there's that. Um, so here's here's the rules. No doubling up on clans. Once a clan's taken, it's taken. I don't want two fucking Toreadors. I don't want any Malkavians. <laughs> right. And then somebody pitched a really cool idea for a Malkavian. I'm like, all right, so may, maybe one Malkavian. We'll work with that. <laughs> and then they end up going Setite Ministry anyway. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, Maury, you're, are you in this game? Yes. What are you playing? I'm what, what playing are you a Toreador. Oh, I thought you said no Toreador. No, no, no Malkavian. <laughs> no Malkavian. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Yes. I didn't want like two people being like, "Oh, well, we're both going to be Toreadors," and I'm like, "Really? Mm. I want some diversity." So I think right now we got the we got the which got dubbed thanks to uh, one of the other players. Uh, we have the Moriador. Uh, Moriador. Which... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good wordplay. Yeah. So we have uh, so we have the Toreador. We have a Gangrel. Um, we have a Ventru. Uh, we have a Sedite uh, Ministry. And, and then, a Lissambra. And as of right now, we have a Lissambra, uh V5 Lissambra, which should be interesting, but they're kind of like, eh, I might choose another clan instead. And I'm like, please do the Lissambra because it looks so fucking cool. Is the, the Lissambra is like new to V5. Like they just published it in the Chicago book. Yes. They're going to, right? Yeah, it's, uh, they released a preview on it and it will be in Chicago by night. Uh, and I am... I've read through that thing and it looks so fucking good. Holy yeah. shit. I got to get on that bandwagon. I got to get it on the, on the V5 bandwagon. Yeah. I've, V5. I've got, the, I've got the player's guide 
but I haven't really read it yet, mm-hmm. which is terrible. But I mean, it's <laughs> so like my my introduction to the tabletop was uh, Dark Age Vampire. So nice. I mean, it took me a while for to be like, all right, well, I mean, you guys are moving to third edition of, of Masquerade. I guess I'll move to third edition of Masquerade, but I really like the Dark Age Vampire rules. And they're like, you also like the fact that we have a Capradocian in our group and they don't exist in Vampire the Masquerade. I'm like, fair, fair. fair. <laughs> My nice. one regret. Well, they still exist, but they're called Clan Giovanni now. Oh, those goddamn <laughs> usurpers. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, I can say I like... the same thing about the Tremere, though, the fucking usurpers. Um, yeah. Beer number two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, the I like the Giovanni. I think they're great concepts. Uh, the whole idea of there being like this totally sinister, necrobantic evil demonic aspect to the uh mafia mm-hmm. oh cool i mean so cool that's the shit i love about vampire in the world of darkness is this idea that everything everything around you has like this other like aspect to it where it's being controlled by these creatures of the night that is yeah. so rad yeah so imagining that in organized crime is just like oh it just tickles <laughs> a special place in my body nice i mean like the giovanni initially i was just like ah, oh, they're really cool and then I read up about the Capradocian, and I'm like, oh, fuck the Giovanni. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I am not as familiar with the Cappadocians. I think they, from what I know, they are the ones that got diablerized by the Giovanni, and they don't exist anymore, except for there's like a conclave of them like locked in a cave somewhere. There were some, and then there's the Harbingers of Skulls. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Um, I mean, the Harbingers, they've, that's... I mean, I I really hope that we see them in V five. I'm just I just think that would be fun. Um, I feel like okay, so like, say bear with me here. Yeah. Like, the whole vampire world of darkness universe is so complicated. There's so much material. Yeah. There's so much to deal with, and if you are a GM or even a player, like mm-hmm. taking it all on board is so hard. I feel like what they're trying to do with V5 from what I know about it, which is just listening to a couple podcasts and mm-hmm. like breezing through the book is that they're trying to clean that up. Yes. They're trying to make it a lot simpler. They're going to get rid of the blood. I think they're going to get rid of all those bloodlines. If it's, if it's I... uh, the harbinger of skulls or the uh, da- daughters of cacophony, all that shit is, is going to dust because it's, it's just, it's so much. It's too much. Almost the way that the, the clan systems are built like it's so it it seems like oh it's there's so much they've like really slimmed down the disciplines so it's Mm -hmm. no longer like oh well malkavians have their own special discipline of dementation uh dementation is actually an amalgam between i think it's what is it auspex and um obfuscate now no dominate and uh obfuscate right so at level two on dominate you can instead of taking that you can take dementation and i'm like right. oh that's pretty cool um, okay so like they've slimmed things down massively and with most clans there's some amalgam so they have like a unique power um so with them them doing things like that i can see them not only bringing in 
the older ones, but also bringing in other clans and bloodlines a lot easier than uh, in previous editions. Right. It, but it's not the disciplines. It's like the story justification for me. It's because it's like yeah. it's all this lore and background. And so, like, people are pissed because all the elders are gone now, right? Like, that's the story. Like, most, all the elders most like, of disappeared. the elders have uh, gone to the beckoning, uh, right. which is kind of like this ambiguous, like, oh, they've been called away thing. Some elders are fighting it, uh, fighting the beckoning and stuff like that. But the Sabbat are over in the Middle East doing the Gehenna War, so yeah. right. So I feel like yeah, they're just like they're trying to clean up the story and like lower the power threshold. So that it's easier for people to just do whatever they want. And it's it's nice. It, it really is. Because yeah. I've tried in the past getting um, games together. And it's always been like, this is really fucking complicated. Too. <laughs> and, yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, oh, just remember the formula of, of what, five th uh, five three seven or something like that. And they're just like, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I'm like, oh, you'll understand it when you get to that point in the book. <laughs> Now go to page 283 for this. <laughs> and now go back to page 74 for, for this part. And here for that. And just... Yeah. Well, I, you know what, though? To, <laughs> just... to be fair, you can just you can just throw a lot of stuff in the trash if you yep. want to. And you can just run whatever game you want. Absolutely. That's, that's what I ended up doing with my friends. Like, it was a story set in, like, not a source book. It was just, yep. like, a small town that, that I grew up in. And um, just... We actually used the Requiem rules, but the setting from Old World of Darkness. Nice. Um, Very cool. And uh, we just did whatever the fuck, you know, it's just like I didn't have to incorporate all of this like lore and be so beholden to the story. Yeah. Like the Black Hand of the Sabbat show up in one adventure. Yeah. And like I didn't have to go into like all this pretense about like who they are and what <laughs> yeah. they're about. It's just like they're badasses and they're here to kill you. So. Yeah you're going to have to do something about it. Well, see, and, and that's, that's the, that's like one of the, the beauties of like just the world of darkness to begin with is, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, especially when you're dealing with like the, you know, what we used to refer to as the old world of darkness, which is now uh -huh. just the world of darkness. Um, there was so much fucking meta plot where it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. well there's this going on and there's this going on and you have this shit going on over here. You got to worry about the antediluvians and you got to worry about this and that and blah, blah, blah. And with V5, they've basically said all that, like, the threats that you have now is the Second Inquisition. <laughs> right. Which is kind of cool. It's like, humans got wise to you, bitch. So yeah. <laughs> they got flamethrowers. <laughs> They'll make you dance. Um, <laughs> still one of my favorite bugs. I mean, features from, um, <laughs> from Unofficial Patch. Um, library if you use a flamethrower or any flame weapon on the Lissambra down there. He'll go into his burn animation and um, just it looks like he's fucking dancing. He's just like... Yeah, he's just, exactly. <laughs> and you're like the first time it happened uh, it's been patched where he'll still uh -huh. do that and if you hit him again like he'll it'll break that loop. Right. But I'll sit there and I'll hit him with the flamethrower and I'll just stand there for five minutes and watch him dance. I'll put on music and shit. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm surprised, honestly. This took till people got to the uh, library. I, I swear, I've seen this bug other places. Well, by the time you get to the library, you have flame weapons. So right, okay, so that makes sense. It's just like your first natural yeah, opportunity like, to like. It's like, oh hey, I have a flamethrower, or uh, in some cases, oh I have the dragon's breath. You know, and 
Right. And with the dragon's breath, which, and you're like, okay, why did, why did no health go down? Why, why is he just dancing? What, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> just... This is how you put out fire, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. By shimmying. Essentially rubbing yourself. And I, I swear, um, Focus Entertainment Cyanide Studios need to have a dancing vampire in their werewolf game. I don't give a fuck. It needs to happen. Oh, because of the alternate ending in the unofficial patch with the uh, yeah, the with, dancing werewolf. Yep, yep. It's a thing that needs to happen. Which I uh, I regrettably uh, excised from from Clan Quest mod. I don't. I gotta tell you, man. I don't agree with you on this one. I just that's like because the, that they added like Wesp added that yeah. later. He just yeah. thought it'd be funny. I was just like, God, this is just silly. This is this is just silliness. This is, it a is. Very, this is a serious game about vampires, okay? And the darkness that lives inside of me, and you're dancing werewolves subtracts from. But it's a black spiral dancer. I don't understand what the big problem is. <laughs> the black spiral dancers live in Griffith Park. That werewolf that's dancing looks identical to the one that you crush with the observatory doors. Which means it must be the same. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> I've never had somebody to play off of with another voice. Like that. <laughs> that was terrific. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, um, I enjoy, I, I enjoy doing that little Easter egg ending and I've joked around uh -huh. that that's the true ending of the game because like, honestly, there's no win situation in there except for, uh, right. A dancing werewolf. Well, I mean, you, you know, you can, if you want to, if you want to play it like lone wolf, like, you leave, you flip off uh -huh. the, the, the Anarchs, and they're just like, hey, where are you going? And you're like, mm, I'm gone. Fuck you. Or you side with the Anarchs, and they're like, wow, you did a real good job there. And you're like, yeah, I did. No thanks to you. Like, right. <laughs> like, you guys could have sent somebody in there. But I mean, like, even like, uh, when you look at, you know, your mod, Clan Quest mod, um, you know, you, you have a pack. Like, <laughs> they're with right? you. Right? Right? Like, like, okay, so that was that was the thing. I was like, okay, this is the Sabat mod, and the thing about the Sabat is, like, you have a pack. You have people that get your fucking back. And I was like, I have to do this. I have to do it so that it's like Dragon Age or Mass Effect or something yeah. like that where you take companions with you on a mission. Yeah. Because that's the only way it would make sense for the Sabat. But uh, it works, like, 60% of the time. You know, like you'll get the companions like stuck on the elevator or they'll just like pop out in front of an enemy and break your stealth or and that's just I mean, that's just bloodlines. It, it, yeah, that's bloodlines being bloodlines. Um, right. I mean, like the elevator thing. I thought that was great because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doors are closed. I'm inside the elevator. You guys do your job like. I have a mission. You guys are helping me. Right. So, so take care of these guys and help. <laughs> like, right. Oh god. And Arturo it, is just standing there just like in his little little pose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just standing here, man. Like He's like, I'm just doing my thing, Holmes. Yeah. But and, and, yeah. Victor and Victoria's like, I'm doing work here. Like, just like she she does have your back. Like, I have not had a problem with her. Except for that weird bug that I, I mentioned where I was able to possess her, something that you Oh yeah, I I think I saw this. I think I went and 
like watched the video and I found this bug and I was like, this is insane. <laughs> because like, okay, so comp mod, like basically for the companion system for the sabots, mm -hmm. I'm just using the code that comes with the comp mod. Yeah. How it works is if you don't install comp mod when you launch in the installer, you know, you got the different options for the different mods. Mm -hmm. All it does is set a flag that says comp mod is off. All that code, all that yeah. good stuff is there. It just needs this variable to be set mm -hmm. from zero to one. Um, so like I can still leverage that. And that's what I did with the Sabat thing. Yeah. Uh, so like the possession system is supposed to be turned off completely because I took that out of comp mod and apparently not. It's because it's there. It's it broke your game. Like, but like, yeah, the code is still there. I was, I'm just going to change this flag and this will be off and everything will be fine. Right. Yeah. No. And then it gave me an option to possess and I'm like, okay, well let me possess her. And I'm like, why is she a Malkavian now? Like, <laughs> what, what the fuck just happened and yeah. it's like okay and then i beat it and then i'm the malkavian and i'm like my stats are completely different now what happened you are the fucking malkavian we are all the malkavian yeah really. it's I, I i felt that the game itself was just like oh you don't like fucking malkavians we'll fix your shit <laughs> Um, We're gonna make you Malkavian. Yeah, but then I, you know, then I reloaded from an earlier save and you know, fixed it. You know, but right. it was just like, all right, well, let's not do that again. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, possession, bad idea. Yeah, yep, very right. bad idea. Arturo, do Yikes. your thing. <laughs> Good. Thanks for blocking that doorway that I need to get through. You're welcome. What's okay? So what's worse is like, so he'll stand there like this. Mm -hmm. so if you can imagine me being like fatter, he's like. Mm -hmm. He's like this, but like the other alternative is he's like this. He's like, he's like, like hunched this. over. Yeah, because it's it's Cal. It's Cal from the bar. That's the uh, the asylum, right? Yeah. That's what the model's based on, oh. and he's the bartender. So he's sitting there at the bar with his hands on the bar. That's right. his default like okay. mode to be in. And so the reason why his model is all fucked up is because it's expecting him to be standing behind a bar, front, yeah, behind a bar, which, yeah. Which I mean, it's it's no big deal. I mean, the next time I go through, I'm going with with Hazel's side of things. So yeah, I'll I'll see what uh, what I can find there. Um, I I More really hope puppetry. he gives. Yeah, I really hope he just talks to me with hand puppets the entire time. That would be, be amazing, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> That's the gold standard for fucking Let's Play videos. <laughs> that was like honestly one of the funniest goddamn things I've seen in in any mod I've played. Um, <laughs> really, even like Dragon Age yeah. or not Dragon Age, but um, Mar not Morrowind. Uh, yeah, Fallout's got some fun bugs. No, it has some. It has some fun mods, and I'll actively look out for those. Like uh, if I'm playing Fallout Four, I'll get the uh, pew pew mod. Where all my laser sounds are just somebody going pew pew. It's oh, fucking. Oh my god, that's you're genius. one of those people. Why yes. didn't I think of that? That's so good. It's it's terrific. It really is. Um, you know, you know what I should do for April's Fools? I should release a patch for the game. Oh my god! Replace yeah. replace the weapon sounds mod with one that just turns everything into like pew 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 bang pew, bang, bang. Or yeah, it'll be bang. me making the sound effects. <laughs> just... It'll be perfect. Oh, it'll be terrific. <laughs> Yeah. That would be wonderful. And I'll, and I'll do a I'll do an install video on how to how to install that without having to completely get rid of your old clan quest mod. Right. There you go. Because I've been Dude, able to right. leverage that shit so well, that fucking mod loader. Holy fuck. It's good, right?
It is. It's terrific. It's good. Um, I got to tell you something, Todd. Yes. So, you know, I what was it? It was like right before Halloween, I released the mod. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like basically the night I was releasing, I went to the movies. Actually, Near Dark was playing, which was mm -hmm. perfect. So I went and so I went, went and watched Near Dark, came home, and I had the mod release set up on a timer for like three minutes. Yeah. After I got home, like it just happened to be three minutes left. And so the mod was released almost immediately after I got home. And so I'm like scrambling to like update like the, the news article mm -hmm. and like, you know, finally post some pages to the FAQ and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And uh, then I go outside and I smoke a cigarette and it took me like 40 minutes. <laughs> and in that time, I come back inside after I smoke a cigarette and I like look to see like what is going on with the mod. And within that time, you had posted this video about how to install the mod. And I know what I was like, I think this is going to be well received. That was like the sign to me. That was like the reassurance that like I put this thing into the yep. world and people were probably going to be happy about it. Yeah. And I mean, like I've, I've heard from a lot of people um, over the years, like, oh, well, I want to get into installing mods, but it just seems so difficult. And I'm like, they have installers now. Like, it's not like back when yeah. I started putting mods on Bloodlines or some of the other games where I had to go and get a zip file and make sure that all the files matched up and drag and drop, make sure I'm not getting rid of certain ones. And sh no, it's, a, it's got an installer. There's a mod loader. Here's how you do it. You know? Yeah, it's come a long way. And um, we should take this moment to give a shout out to yes. the great, the not late, but the great Wesp Five, yes. absolutely. Um, because because he has done so much for the community, and I don't agree with everything that he does, and he pisses me off sometimes, but I love him. But you know what? Like he is the guy that really pushed the the installers forward mm -hmm. because oh, he figured out he figured out maybe he's not the one that figured it out, but he's certainly the one that's promoted it in terms of like, here's a program that you can use to create installers. Here's a script that you can use as a basis for your mod to install a Bloodlines mod. And so like Final Nights, myself, the unofficial patch, probably multiple others, they yeah. all use the same basic script that, that he has sort of worked out and, and distributed. So like, cheers to him. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Cheers to Wesp. Yeah, I just have left. <laughs> I cheer too. <laughs> can't cheers an empty glass it's really no bad. it's not the same yeah, yeah i ran out of uh whiskey so mountain dew ice um there you go but yeah no seriously like you know like wesp is you know and, and people can say what they want about about wesp but if it wasn't for like as you said the installer and all of that like a lot of these mods wouldn't be a thing Let's let's take another as long as we're giving shout outs, <laughs> yes. let's take another moment to acknowledge do you remember Do? Mm hmm D H E U, I think. Yeah. I, I assume it's Do. The guy that made the companion mod. Yes. And the guy that wrote the unofficial modding guide to Bloodlines because yes. that's what got me started and that's what got me hooked. And if it weren't for that, there'd be no clan quest mod yeah. or anything like that. So Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, of course, like all the uh, the collaborators that you had on uh, on the mod, which I mean, I, it was an impressive list. It was yeah. it was a very impressive list. And I was like, holy shit. You know? Yeah. 
it was so cool. Like I was watching your video. It was so cool for you to like read off the names of all the people that had contributed. Well, and the thing is, it's like if if you think about it, like most people aren't going. Like I also write read fucking Eulas on on <laughs> Twitch. Like, oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh good lord, man, you gotta. I do it oh. so people don't have to. Um, he has a pitcher of water with him, yeah. so he doesn't get dehydrated. Yep, yep I got my skull pitcher over there. Uh, fill it with water, and I sit there. I'm like, all right, cool, new game. Let's read this Eula. And they're like, I you actually have people bitch. that I have people that go, please, are, is there, is, oh. are you doing a new one? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, yes. And I'm like, you, you guys enjoy this shit? Like, mm-hmm. All right, Todd, I got your business plan for you, your new business plan. Are you ready for this? All right, let's do this. Sponsored ASMR channel. Mm -hmm. Todd EVF reading Eulas. There you go. So you're going to talk quietly into the microphone. The terms and conditions of this license (laughs) does not hold Bethesda Studios liable for any losses that may occur from the installation of this software. That's you. That's you. Legit. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's... (laughs) People have been trying to get me to just do EULAs all day, and I'm just like, it's it's tiring work. It really is. Like, um, I was at one point going to do the EULA for Steam. Oh, like, fuck. That's... It's got to be like 40 pages long. Yeah, I saw how long it was. I'm like, I will be here for hours. Yeah. Um, no, but it, that's not good. Don't it, do that. It, it all spurred from from two things. One, somebody calling me out on a YouTube video. About like, oh, you're stu- you're stumbling over your words, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, they're like, oh, you don't know how to talk. And I'm like, oh, all right, motherfucker, let me read, read legal documents now. Enjoy. Um, and secondly, was uh, Gearbox, Gearbox Software with their really intrusive NDA for uh, Battleborn. Uh, mm. They decided that you know when it was in closed beta, like you couldn't even if somebody said, oh hey, did you hear about Battleborn? You could only say without violating the NDA that, oh, I hear it's a game. Wow. Like it worked, though, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, but. It came out right around the same time as Overwatch. So not many people know what Battleborn is. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you about Overwatch for a second. <laughs> All right. Um, so my friends, my my IRL friends have yes. been playing that game since probably it came out. And uh I've been dragging him along for so long because I was working on the mod. I said, yeah, guys, yeah. I don't have time to play this game. I'm working on this mod. I got to get this thing done. Yeah, yeah. And um, once I finished Bloodlines, I was like, I should see what this Overwatch <laughs> thing is all about. I, Dude, I hope there's going to be a patch for Bloodlines because I'm like badly addicted <laughs> to this game. <laughs> this <one. laughs> yep. It's, Holy yep. shit. Uh, who's, who's your go-to? Oh, Winston. I'm Winston? a Winston man. Yeah, which I guess he's a little more like common than I thought. Like I thought he was kind of a rare pick because I don't see a lot of people playing Winston. But it depends. Um, I don't do like any of the ranked stuff myself, mm-hmm. so like I don't know what the what it looks like in there. But usually uh, in the matches I see, I see a lot of Junkrat. I see a lot of uh-huh. uh, McCree. You know, yep. just the classics. It's just like all right. I don't see a lot of Winston. Yeah, everyone wants to play DPS. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But, nobody uh, wants to play defense. Nobody wants to play support. Uh uh-uh. uh No, sorry. Yep. 
Winston's fucking great though. He's just he's a monkey. He jumps in, <laughs> he fucks people's shit up, and then he jumps out yeah. and that's throws it. down a little barrier, like real quick. Yep. Just like boom, there we go. You guys are good. I'm out. Yeah. Um Oh god, that game, dude. It it's like a fucking brain worm. Yep. Once it's in there, it's not coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have it installed myself, and every now and then I'm just like, should I? And I'm like, no, no, no. I have things I need to do today. Yeah. <laughs> I basically just totally neglected my email last weekend because I was just playing Overwatch. So it happens. I was like, you know what, though? I deserve it. I, yeah. I spent the last three years working on oh, Client yeah. Quest mod. I think I think I can afford some time on yeah. on Overwatch. I think yeah, some it's cool. some some you time to uh, yeah to, exactly to sell your soul to <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> That's right, exactly. I didn't even pay for it. Somebody gifted it to me. Nice. So. There you go. Yeah. Um, speaking of Overwatch, uh, December eleventh, they start their winter event. So. Mm. So what's that? Has everyone got hats on or something? Uh, like so they're going to be releasing for a limited time. Um, holiday skins for uh, characters so okay and uh some maps will have a christmas theme the new christmas theme map is uh blizzard world which is okay. now going to be at night it's going to have uh the white posts are going to be done up like candy canes it's gonna be snow and shit sounds so, good yeah sounds and, like a thr- and i think they're bringing back uh the snowball fight as well uh, uh, mode which was kind of interesting everybody plays as may and um you know, yeah, you basically shoot one snowball out of your gun. If it hits somebody, uh-huh. they're eliminated. And then you find a snow pile, suck up snow so you can fire another shot. It's actually really addictive and really fun. That's awesome. Didn't they didn't they do something like that in World of Warcraft? Uh, yes, they did. They yeah. Did. I remember that. That's not just my imagination. No, it's not just a figment of your imagination. I think they either read no i don't think they read it a battleground they might have made a custom battleground where it was a snowball fight maze type of weirdness it was a long time ago yeah (laughs) interesting i you know it's like it's like from one end to the next it's like basically i was playing world of warcraft circa 2007 2008 Mm -hmm. and i was like this is eating all my time i i should stop this and like do something else or at least play like other games yeah mm-hmm. like the first title i picked up was bloodlines <laughs> well <laughs> i fell down a hole <laughs> and then you fell down a bigger hole yeah now i'm out the other end and it's fucking you're like, oh, hi, blizzard how are you yeah. <laughs> please take my money and free will <laughs> i haven't seen you in a while what have you guys friend. been up to a couple years uh, later you're just like i finally escaped that blizzard hole and I'm right back in it, man. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then they're like, oh, Diablo 4. And you're like, oh, goddamn. Uh. No, here's what's here's what's worse about Overwatch is that I've got the social aspect. So it's like my in-real-life friends play yeah. this game, mm-hmm. which is what got me started on World of Warcraft back in 2006 or 7 or whatever. Yep. So now it's just like, well, man, I want to play with uh, Zane and Matt and all them. And geez. Yeah. Guys, I'm not doing anything. Like, let's do some Overwatch. Right, right. <laughs> God damn. They're like, they're quoting me like 600 hours is a lot of time to spend on Overwatch. That's when you get really experienced. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, am I playing this game too much? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How many hours am I at? 
Like I think I can hit that like pretty quick at this rate. Jesus. (laughs) At this rate, uh, next Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, they don't. They don't need the patch just yet. I'll just. I'll just a couple more matches. That's that's. (sighs) It's so bad, dude. I'm like, I should go to bed, but I'll just play one more game. Yep. Sun comes up and you're like, well, shit. Yeah. Guess I'm. Guess I'm not going to the gym in the morning. Since I'm not going to the gym, let me do another match. <laughs> like, just... Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much an accurate representation of my life these days. Yeah, so. I've, I've fallen down that hole myself a couple times where it's just like, and, and it's, you know, it, it happened with Overwatch for a little bit. It happened with GTA Online for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some other ones. Secret World did it for me a little bit. Um mm-hmm. And then, like, some of the big RPGs, like, the, the multi-disc RPGs, like, PS1 era stuff. It's just like, oh, hey, I'm playing Parasite Eve. Cool. Oh, hey, it's Tuesday. I started playing this on Sunday. What happened to my time? Have I eaten? <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. What's, what's your guy? What's both of you? What's your, what's your Overwatch person? I haven't really played a watch. I have it, but I haven't really given it a fair shake. Yeah. That's smart. That was <laughs> you. It shows um, great patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I uh, I usually go like a either a Moira or a Mercy. So okay. I'm more support. But I'm also you, an man. asshole to my team. So uh-huh. there's that. Because they're just like, oh, let's run ahead. We're on defense. And I'm like no we're on defense like let's guard the point or whatever right no 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 we'll we'll go and we'll get them and we'll make sure that they don't get up here help i need heals and i'm like you shouldn't have fucking ran you're out of my network now so right <laughs> treat like a real health care you know that's that's accurate <laughs> and true no but that's that's true because there's always some tracer that gets through and then yeah. the point is being taken and then it gets thrown off and it fucks the game up mm-hmm. and then you lose yep. so i i'm totally with you for staying on the point so and then I pull out my little pistol, and they're just like, why aren't you healing me or buffing me or whatever? And I'm like, you fucking, you guys got enough DPS already. Like, I need to The thing that myself. pisses me off are the people that they're mercy, but they they join the game with their friend, and then they're only healing their friend. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're like, need heals, need heals, need heals. Like, mercy's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. The only time I stick to somebody is when my team has a Genji. Because I know that Genji's going to need all the heals. All of them. <laughs> I try I try playing Genji in Skirmish. I'm like, how does anyone fucking play this character? I don't know. Nope. Yeah. It's ridiculous. W- what's your uh, game mode of choice? Oh, I've just done quick play. Just done quick really. play? Yeah. Um, if you want to try other heroes, try Mystery Heroes in Arcade. Uh, Ooh, every every okay. death, they respawn you as somebody else. So. And that way, you are forced to play something new, and so is everyone else. Yep. So you're not just like, yeah, like oh, I'm like, they're getting rolled because you pick some character you don't know. Mm-hmm. You're, everyone's in the same boat, and it it helps you learn some of the other characters because it's it's great to have like you got Winston, which is which is awesome. Like I can't play Winston, and he's uh, tough. He is. He he's a he's a tough one to uh, play, but you know, um, I learned to play Moira from from doing that, and now I'll just go into a like, deathmatch, and I'm like. I'll go into deathmatch as Moira. <laughs> like, just fuck it. 
why are you a healer? And I'm like, because I can throw damage orbs. <laughs> just Yeah, that's <laughs> rough, dude. I don't know how you win a deathmatch with that. Yeah, but Well, it's, I don't always get like top three, but I, I do all right, you know? Right, right. But uh, it's, it's she's so fun. It's all about like angles and shit with her. It's like, okay, well, if I throw this here, it'll hit this wall. Ping hit that pillar and then go into that kill box that everybody's about to go into to get that. No, out. that that's that whole game. That's that whole game though. Is like, top, like angles. Like yeah. if you're junk rat, you got to get your angles. If you're Ryan, you got to get your angles. Yep. If you're fucking, uh, anybody that has like a projectile, Farah, yeah, got to get the angle. It, it, yeah, that game is all about strategy, which is part of the reason why it's so addictive. It's it not is. just for. Yeah, it's That's not, why Widowmakers can't just stand on their own because yeah. they're going to get stopped. <laughs> yup. Though it is fun watching a Widowmaker just destroy an entire team. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how, how, how is this a thing? Like, it's like, son, I've been playing CS, playing Counter-Strike since 2008, and I got so much time on the AWP. It's no different to me. <laughs> Back in my day, we didn't have these fancy wall hacks that uh, Sombra—not Sombra—that uh, Widow can do. We had to do everything by a, by eye. Oh, when did you start playing games like this? Back with Counter Strike, Counter Strike Source? No, no, no. Back when it was a mod for Half Life. <laughs> and you're like, well, shit. CS 1.3, I think, is where yeah. it started. Yeah. 1.3. A lot of people stuck at 1.6 though. So. Yep. Those were the days. Those were the days. You could also play it with a 56k modem, so yeah, no complaints. Exactly. I still play Counter Strike Go sometimes, but I never got good at that game. Nope. Nope. Not my jam. I don't even have it installed. Like I think I have it on Steam. I don't have it installed because it's like I'm not gonna fall down that trap. No. CS:GO. CS:GO is like a sultry lover, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she she treats me badly and I like I always come back for more. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe for a week. Maybe <laughs> it'll be a month. And it might be years between when I see her, but I always come back to her and she always uses <laughs> me. It's true. And it's always like, hey, look at the new things we have now. Yeah. <laughs> look how much I've improved since the last time we were together. <laughs> <laughs> now you can flip two knives. <laughs> Can that's, you do that? Uh, no, even that's though I do one knife. Uh, but it's like that's one thing I like. I've watched, tried to watch people play CS:GO, and it's like all it seems like is they're just swapping weapons constantly. And I'm like, <laughs> they bring out the knife, and then they pull out their yeah. pistol, and then back to the knife. And I'm like, why are you doing this? That's how the pros do it. It's. It's. Do you ever? Do you play Magic: The Gathering? I used to. All right. So okay, but you'll understand. You know, it's a card game. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. always that kid at the fucking tournament who's got his uh, cards, and he's like, "I'm trying to look for right now." To... Here we go. He's always like this. He's like, mm -hmm. like he's playing fucking poker, and you're like, what? "Yeah, I'm like, dude, just fucking relax. It's a fucking game for kids. Like, calm down." <laughs> it's a pay-to-win card game for kids. It's a pay-to-win <laughs> card game for kids slash immature adults like myself. <laughs> It's, I mean, that's that's a whole nother culture though. Now, like, it's always been like that. With any collectible card games, always been. I can I can spend two hundred dollars and get this card that'll make my deck the best deck it can possibly be. You know, so right. 
but do I want to spend uh, $200 or do I want to buy a ship on a bunch of uh, booster packs and hope I get what I need? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like, okay. So talk about being a bandwagoner. All my friends are like super into magic the gathering and I enjoy it. Not as much as they do. I'm not willing to invest $200 (laughs) in building a deck. So what I do is I just print the cards out. (laughs) There's sites, there's sites, there's sites that like, are like, Print a proxy. I'm like, okay, click, yeah. click, 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 click. These are the cards I want for this deck. Print them out. You know what? It's great because my friends don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and we could just play the game, have fun, and not worry about who had the most money to spend on the game. Mm-hmm. I was the one that introduced this idea to <laughs> our our group, like our yeah. our meta. And like there was some people that got so pissed. Like there was a decision in the friend group because like some people had spent so much time and money on cards and they were pissed that some guy like me was being allowed to just print these fuckers out and come in and win games. But fuck dude, I'm not going to spend 200 bucks on, on cardboard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. I mean, if, for example, if you're a collector, like, oh, well, you know, I want to collect these and right. blah, blah, and worry about the value of them and all the other stuff. Like, absolutely. Like, right. But if you're that just doing, yeah, if you're doing it for fun, there's no reason you should be spending any more than 10 bucks on a fucking card. <laughs> like, just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still, you know, I'll still buy cards sometimes now at this point when it's like, yeah, exactly. If it's less than like five or 10 bucks or whatever, like whatever, yeah. I'm putting a deck together. I don't want to spend more than like 30 or 40 bucks on a deck, honestly, because after yeah. that, it's kind of ridiculous. But No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we barely talked about Clan Quest Pod. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, welcome to Gimmick Bag, where we just bullshit 90% of the time. <laughs> just... um, but no, like, in, yeah, it's, in all actuality, yeah, you're... You know, obviously, Clan Quest mod, which uh, is nominated for Mod of the Year on ModDB. Right. Let's give the shameless promotion <laughs> to the mod and get people to vote for the yeah. thing. Go yeah. vote. Yeah. Go, go <laughs> to uh, the uh, Clan Quest mod uh, ModDB pa- page. You can um, vote there for that mod. It is a terrific mod and uh, definitely worth it. It will change your life. It, it will. change Todd's life. <laughs> yeah, it did. It absolutely did. I could say that I, I can't say that about, you know, other mods that I I know of, such as Brutal Doom. Brutal Doom didn't change my life. <laughs> I've, I've played Brutal Doom. You know, it's a good mod, but did it change my life? No, 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 no. no. Uh, Clan Quest mod, when, when I say it changed my life, you know, I, I hit that point with Bloodlines where it's like, Every playthrough, I've done basically everything I can do in in the game. And then Clan Quest Mod 4 came out. And it's like, oh, hey, new hub. And I'm like, ooh. And it's like, oh, and uh, two new quest lines, which, you know, you choose between one or the other. And I'm like, That's ooh. Anubis. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hi, Anubis. <laughs> Todd says hi. Uh. <laughs> Hi, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, it's playing through Clan Quest mod uh, for, like, even playing through three, like, the, the new quests in there. Like, it, it, to this day, af- after playing three, I uh, uh-huh. whenever I'm in downtown, 
and I walk past the two uh, CDC guys on the corner. Uh-huh. I go, hi, Steve. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> I'm like, hi, Steve. And people are just like, Steve, like they have names. I'm like, oh, you didn't play Clan Quest Mod 3, did you? Right, exactly. Um, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about then, but uh, you know that's that's me that does the voice for Steve. Oh, nice, that. very cool. Yeah, I put on an actual gas mask <laughs> and read the dialogue for Steve. Steve Realism. is terrific, though. Like it was just it it fit. It really did. Like, hey, listen, I want to get the fuck out of downtown. Like, can this place you sucks? <laughs> can can you uh, get me transferred to like Hollywood or something? Because that'd be yeah. great. <laughs> Yeah, just just drop this infectious material in the sewers. <laughs> and I thought that was great. I really did. And it's like that was the first time I felt like, oh hey, I'm actually doing a shitty thing as a vampire. Right. Like this this is nice. And then um oh, oh fuck. It What oh, god damn it. What's her name? Uh You're thinking of the Kui Jin chick. Yes, yes. Yeah. Kalian. Kalian. There we go. Kalian. I'm not even sure how to pronounce the name. Yeah, to be one totally of the, honest one with of their you. two. Yeah. Um, by far, my favorite quest in three. Nice. Nice. Um, and I mean, like, it's. I play other mods, and I expect her there, and I'm like, no. So I can't go and can't, you know, kill a dancer at a Vesuvius, and I can't, you know. Kill the drug guys at a at, um, confession. Right. I don't have to fight the 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 bruja and the the gangrel on the pier, and then I don't get to enjoy the silence with her at the in the uh, uh. in my apartment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that I feel like that quest was like the magnum opus. That was like oh, the yeah. jumping off point where I was like, oh, I'm actually know what the fuck I'm doing and can like have like write halfway de- decent dialogue and. The quest is like pretty, pretty solid, yeah. and it's it's just all around. It's like a solid quest, really good character. Some people don't like her. There's always going to be haters, yeah. but uh, in mean, general, it, just so well received. And yeah, that was when I was new. I was ready for like something like CQM four. Yeah, and I mean, like even if you even if you don't like the character, like the like amount of lore you get from her is. Like I was blown away. I'm like, holy shit, we're getting into the dharmas and we're getting into this. Like, oh yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was I read the entire Kindred of the East book <laughs> and I still don't think I got it, but I feel like I conveyed like enough like yeah. pertinent information that like people can also know some things about this other aspect of the game yeah. or the game world really. So I mean it made yeah. me look through uh, a bunch of my old uh, PDFs and go, Do I have Kindred of the East? I do. Maybe I should take a look at this. And I'm like, or I can play this mod again. Do the quest again. <laughs> try uh, when you get to the pier and you save her, try turning her down. Mm. Try that sometime. My, my chat would hate so much for doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. save beforehand, right? Give uh, it a try. Just. Yeah. Nothing, I mean, nothing bad happens. I just like I I don't hear that dialogue that much. Like some of this stuff is just like burned into my brain. But like obviously, I usually choose yeah. that option. Yeah. So it's just like it's kind of a refreshing change of pace. Oh, it is. It is, and I can see that. I can completely see that. And I'm just like, it's definitely something I'll look into. It'll definitely be something I'll do in a, in a future run. Right. Um, 
because as I said, like, um, what is it? I'm working on, what am I doing? Uh, the V20 pen and paper mod, am I? No, I'm doing the um, unofficial with the, with the X20 plus. Yeah. 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 I do. That's have what I saw most recently on Twitter. You're doing X20 mod right now, yeah. I think. Yeah. Hard to keep them straight. I know. It's, there's a lot out there. I mean, I have, like, you, <laughs> let me just pull up my little taskbar. Um, <laughs> Anti Tribute, uh, Clan Quest, Companion. Uh, what is it? Which one's this? Canyon Camarel Edition, uh, the old pen and paper mod, uh, Final Nights 1.4.1, Final Nights 1.5, V20 pen and paper, uh, unofficial basic, and unofficial plus. (laughs) So you got 10 things. Get 10 separate. You're like modern level number of installed folders in your vampire directory. Uh, actually, I'm not, because that's all installed with the mod loader. Right, but I'm saying so, like, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I've that, still so. got like eight billion. Like, I've got like three separate copies of CQM in mm. my vampire directory because it's like previous oh, iterations. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like you're I'm, in it, dude. Yeah, you're I'm, in it. I'm really tempted to <laughs> to go back to uh, was it three point? What was it three point one? Three point one point four? Maybe that? Might for the clan quest mod. Yeah. Oh, oh, do that. And just have that so i'm like oh, okay i'll do this and then realize like oh shit i don't have the sabbat quests <laughs> yeah just... don't do that don't do that no you so, don't want to uh, play that anymore yeah no no you don't uh for for really just force like really built on it and did an amazing job do you know like this i thought about this earlier i forgot to ask do you know about the uh the easter egg and clan quest mod no, I don't. Which is the singing, the singing Ventru. No, you don't. You don't know. No, you don't fucking know, because I don't officially document it, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> if you look on my YouTube, you mm-hmm. will find it. But I implore you not to. I implore you to simply Discover find out for yourself. yourself. And I think it's. I think it's um, when you come back from the museum mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that's when it appears but generally when you next time you're playing the game keep a close eye on all all the furniture in lacroix's office i think i know i think i know what you're talking about then i think you I know, know what i'm talking the uh there's there's a stand i'm not mistaken. a mic stand yes yes okay all right oh you know our- <laughs> i i knew that that was there i haven't used it so you've never used it? I haven't used it. No. No, don't. You've never used it? No, I've never used it. It was there and you saw there was a use icon. No, I didn't, didn't I I just saw it there. I didn't even like go over it. I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, there's a God. mic stand there." I'm I'm Go I'm, try <laughs> go try the mic stand next time you oh, see it. Oh, this is going to be terrific. Oh. It's the Easter egg that's in Clan Quest mod, and I'm not even going to say anything else. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. You're you're not sleeping tonight. You got jitters nope. right now. You're like, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> gotta play this. I'm getting the shakes. <laughs> I'm getting the vampire shakes now. Oh. Um. So, guys, Twitch stream. <laughs> just... <laughs> We're, We're just gonna get to this one part of Clan Quest yeah. mod. It's not even the whole thing. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Hopefully, I have a save right around that area. 
Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's been there for since I forget which version I added that, but is it, it was a while back. I think I remember noticing it in three point. Oh, it's for sure in three one. Yeah, I can't remember if it's in three or two or what where it yeah. first shows up. So, but give it a try. You will not oh, be disappointed. That'll be fun. Yeah, I I have something something to look forward to. I'm always. <laughs> Happy to give you something to look forward to. Nice. But yeah, I mean, um, like, the Sabat quest line gave me the feels of my first time of mm-hmm. playing Bloodlines again. And it was just, it was magic. Like, that's, that's a feeling that everybody chases. Like, the, your first playthrough, you're like, oh my god. This, like, you get to the end, you're like, oh my god, this is such an amazing game such an experience like the first time you go through the ocean house like that's <laughs> that's one of those turning points in the game mm-hmm. where, where people are like they're not sold on it then they go to the ocean house and they're like this is a fucking horror game oh shit that i specifically remember like the light bulb bursting on the porch and just like shitting my fucking <laughs> pants yeah. Like it's not there's nothing scary about it really, but like they just executed it so perfectly. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean I'm it's pretty just... sure I have a clip of me like whimpering going through this <laughs> fucking place on my Twitch channel. I was like, I don't like this. Oh, do I have to? Yes, you do. It'll be okay. There's spooky not... piano sounds. Yeah, and then you I... then Halloween rolled around, you're like Hey, do you think you get me that spooky piano sound from the ocean house? <laughs> Here's the music. Yep, here you go. It's in the game files. This is what it's called. <laughs> you know what? I'll just send it to you. Fuck it. You own the game already. Yeah. <laughs> so not to just like romanticize uh, bloodlines all yeah. night, but mm-hmm. we have to because that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, the thing that like hooked me on the game was the uh, the tweaker's house. The drug dealer's house. Because, like I said, I, I started a Melkavian and then it bullshit, so I restarted as a Bruja. Yeah. And so I kind of got to see that from, like, two different angles, like, mm-hmm. from the very beginning. And it was immediately when I got to that scenario, I was like, oh, this is the kind of game where I get to really decide how I'm going to play this. Yep. Am I going to be stealthy, seductive, like, aggressive, just use a glib tongue? Like I can handle this situation any way I see fit. And that whole theme like persists throughout like yeah. 70% of the game at least. Yeah. I and... mean, there's, there's a few areas where there's forced combat. Right. But I mean, most of the time there's multiple ways to deal with the situation and so on and so forth. So, right. But that's what hooked me on that game. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like I'm a fucking undead badass, and I can handle this shit as I see fit. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, um, for me, like, you including part of one of my, like, one of my favorite parts of, like, a mod that was another game changer, uh, including the uh, the blood loss, um, was terrific. Having that as an optional thing for in the install. For, uh, oh, yeah. That was a last-minute thing, too. I was like, <sighs> this Camarilla edition, I love it, but it's... Fucking blood loss. It's just such a contentious thing because some people love it. Some people hate it. Oh, yeah. No, and I get that. I just, for me personally, I like having that option of like, Uh 
oh hey like i'll play uh unofficial patch and i'm just like i'm racing through things because i'm so used to like every four minutes boom every four minutes like was another blood point and i'm like I've been standing here for 10 minutes and I have not dropped any blood. Oh shit, I don't have the blood loss timer. This right. is terrific. Right. It makes you, you put all those dots it. into stamina for yeah. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your soak's a little better, so. Yeah. Maureen knows. She's been trained. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. What else can I tell you about Clan Quest Mod? What are your questions? <laughs> Yeah, Maury, do you have any any questions at all? I did not prepare anything. I'm a terrible about, co-host. About any any because you're new to you're new to the bloodlines in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you can ask literally anything. Yeah. I probably <laughs> I probably know close to as much as is possible about bloodlines as you can as you can imagine, or possibly know. <laughs> unless you were the original developer yeah. that's but like top <laughs> top top 20 at least mm-hmm. in the world so it's a pretty good skill i put it on my resume so <laughs> <laughs> i know so much about this game yeah it's so useful yeah definitely a life skill oh uh know how to mod in uh source beta and they're just like who, who would even do that and you're just like shit <laughs> Just... A masochist, me. <laughs> like, could you just like spit in my eye and then hit me with a bat? <laughs> oh, so um, you know, you mentioned what got you hooked on the game, the, the uh-huh. choice. Um, you know, in over the iterations of the mod. What what would you consider one of your favorite little parts of the mod or of, of the, the game? Of, the, of the finished mod? <laughs> well, let me think about that for a second. Um, you know what's funny is like all the quests that I did in the previous editions of Clan Quest mod. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, like I can't help but like like you probably love it. You you, you eat it up or whatever. But I look back and I like cringe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Almost every single one of them. Because I'm like, I didn't know the source material. I wasn't that good of a writer. I was like, made all these mistakes in like the quest design. I'm just like, ah. Oh. Well, and I mean, the thing is, it it all in all does show growth. Of like, right, like this is where I started, and you know, I really didn't have any complaints back then. Right. So, and to see where you're at now, where it's like, oh well, we have East LA. <laughs> it's like, yeah, exactly. It's a huge improvement, and. uh so, I mean, you know, obviously, like we mentioned earlier, we talked about earlier, the Kalyan quest is sort of a turning point because that's where I was like, I just made like this independent quest. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it's not tied to dialed, anything. Yeah, it's not dialed into any specific quest or clan or like specific preconditions. You just roll up and you do this cool quest and it's like a night out with your friend mm-hmm. is what it's trying to simulate. And that was like a turning point for me because I felt like I really understood the engine and the how to write well and like how to make a character and blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh, I'm ready for this 4.0 stuff. And I just kind of like, I told you earlier, I had this pen and paper game where I drew in some of the characters that the players in the game were playing. Mm -hmm. Those became NPCs that you meet. So I mentioned these two Malkavians that were among my players. One of them was Hazel. Mm. That's the the guy that you meet at the church who's a sock puppet. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> when you when you run a game with them again, you go, all right. So just gonna let you know, you're now talking with a sock puppet. So. <laughs> So, yeah, here's okay. This is a fun fact of the day. Uh, in the pen and paper game, Hazel basically went totally like irate, like he just ended up going on Diablery spree. Oh, he just lost all of his humanity. Then he was mm. like, he was confronted by a Sabat Priscus who wanted a new vessel, and so Hazel took him into his veins. He Diablerized this Sabat Priscus and he became the end boss. So one of the players in the game became the end boss. Um, Damn. Yeah, it got real. But uh, to go back to answering your question, like my favorite thing, I think it's maybe something that a lot of people don't see. It's like what happens to the secondary characters in Clan Quest mods. So you meet Arturo or mm -hmm. Ariana. And one of those two gets embraced based on which pack that you choose. Mm -hmm. And then they sort of continue to develop as the plot continues. Nice. And it's sort of this like aspect into like, okay, so you meet these people as humans, they become vampires, and then their like personality continues to evolve into the unlife. And it's a little forest and rush because the game's like story kind of like Yeah. Kind of forces you to, to Yeah, move you have to race. Yeah, exactly. But like you see Arturo just like devolve into this like Diablo addicted like maniac. Yeah. And you see Art and you see Ariana like unwind completely into this like manic, depressive, fucking like crazy person who like she's delusional and like disassociated from reality because she's Milkavian. And I was just so happy with how the writing came out for that. Cause both of those things were like last minute changes. And I was like, I I got to add something extra to these characters if they're going to be companions. And so I was just able to crank it out really quickly. And I think I presented something that was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that, that's one of my favorite aspects of clan quest mod. Nice. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done, uh, done the Hazel side and gotten Ariana as a companion and such. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. She becomes a companion. If you didn't know Ooh. spoilers ahead. <laughs> Flash behind. Eh. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it's like in its entirety, like the entire. I was impressed, you know, regardless of the issues which happens. You know, it's it's a buggy ass engine. I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can only do so much with it, and I mean, I, I would say that based on what I've seen, it looked like you pushed that thing to its limits. So, yeah, like, okay. So people crash on the, uh, the, the downtown hub map a lot. I mm -hmm. think is what happens. I don't know if it's related or, or what, but I found this during the development process is that there's an upper limit on the number of map transitions that can be available on mm -hmm. any given map. And downtown LA is at the absolute maximum. There's 32 possible map transitions. Mm. And it's just stuff like that, that, you know, like, so basically I was working on the aspect of the game where when you lose all your humanity, you see this cutscene. it takes you to this map and, uh, you know, you see this cutscene where your character goes crazy. And so testing that in the downtown, it was like crashing, crashing, crashing. I couldn't understand why. And just through pure ubiquitous, not ubiquitous, um, serendipitous luck, I found this issue where you can't have more than 32 map transitions. And 
I don't know if that is what is partially responsible for all the crashes that people experience on that map, but certainly it demonstrated to me just how completely fragile the engine yeah. is and how limited you really are and what you're able to do because when you're just running into random ass shit like that it is frustrating yeah and i mean i can i've seen issues like that in another mod but then mm -hmm. again that mod was extremely ambitious in what it did and, right uh added in my opinion way too much which uh, which mod was that if uh, you don't anti tribute oh yeah we can talk about anti-tribute if you want <laughs> anti-tribute is one of those one of those mods that like people go oh is it a good mod i'm like it's not for me you're like you're like, like I, well, <laughs> I can see the appeal of it though you know yeah. that's, that's the thing i can see the appeal for it it's not a mod for me right um in my opinion way too much combat I yes. will. I will say I did enjoy having functional firearm mechanics at the start of the game, though. That I thought was terrific. I, like, Something more than a shitty, inaccurate yeah. six-shot yeah. revolver. Well, it's like even with the revolver. Like I'm going through the tutorial in Anti-Tribute, and I'm like, "Holy shit! It fired where I aimed." <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, this is I, great. I was completely blown away. I was like, "Oh my god." And like, and I praised it. I was like, "Finally, good gun mechanics in this game." Uh huh. And then I realized that I need that for the entire game. So, <laughs> just right, you do. You yeah. really do. You need that. You need companions. Like, oh, you gotta have a whole group with you. Like, you... I don't know. I played through the whole thing with uh, La Sombra, mm. and I never picked because, like, I find the companions so frustrating. Yeah. So I never picked up the companions. I uh, I played through as a Nagaraja and I played as a Zamitsi. So okay, and in both cases, I'm like, yeah, I I need I need the assist. You need some help. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Um, so you know the the person that like primarily worked on that was this woman named Laniska. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she helped out with Clan Quest mod. She mm -hmm. helped create like a lot of the models. For some of the new characters, the model work is is amazing. Like her model yeah. work is great. So I, you know, she she did some of the work, and then I had another feller that came in, Zoltar, and mm. he helped. He did amazing work. Holy fuck, dude! I couldn't even believe what he was able to get in Bloodlines. But Lanuska was there with me in like early days, helping with Client Quest mod, yeah. and it was the weirdest thing, dude. Like she got, I think she got burned out yeah. is what happened. And she, I think she got burned out with Anna Tribute. So like she worked mm -hmm. on that really hard for a while and she made a bunch of great stuff and then just kind of like had enough, walked away and is sort of done with it. But I hit her up on mod DB about clan quest mod and she was like pushing along, helping me. She made the Mac. She made uh Jesse. She made the base for Hazel. She made a bunch of stuff. Um, but then she just like fell off the map, like out of the blue. Like we're having this like really deep conversation and like she just had enough, I guess. Like she got burned out on bloodlines or whatever, but she just like disappeared. It was really sad and I haven't heard from her since then. What I mean, yeah. the, you know, based on what you just said, the, the, the models, those specific models, those were really well done. Yeah, uh, she did a great job. You know, if there's, if there's one thing I could say about anti-tribute, 
the model work was amazing. Um, right. You know, whether it was the Harbinger of Skull in the um, in the cemetery, which I thought was that was an interesting one. I didn't expect. Um, I also didn't expect the. Basically, super military hunters that drop down in uh, yeah at a King's Way, and you're like, "What's this?" Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a little unnecessary, wasn't it? That yeah, in my opinion, that was. It's like, like she had a lot of good ideas, but nowhere to put it. So mm -hmm. yeah, it just ended up kind of wherever. Yeah, and I mean, it's it was as, as I like to put it, it was very ambitious. It, it yeah. really was. Yeah, you know, I, I can't fault somebody for throwing out, throwing out there whatever they could. Um, you know, I will flat out praise that. At the same time, it, I realized it wasn't a mod for me. So and you're going right. to into that. There's people that there's people that are, you know, oh, I'll only play the vanilla game. And that's fine. There's people that Who says that Who says well, that people that don't know better. <laughs> um. <laughs> people that haven't been playing the game for years. Um, right. But, you know, at the same time, you get people that are like, oh, like you, you mentioned, like I mentioned the blood timer before, and you're like, yeah, some people like it, some people hate it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one of those things. Like some people really liked the blood timer and they enjoyed Camarilla edition or they enjoyed Final Nights. Right. Um, I mean, Final Nights also, like, Final Nights is another fun one where I've... Uh, <laughs> Um, I, every now and then, like, I'll, I would, um, give, uh, Zero Morph shit, because just, you oh. know, just a little banter of, like, I love, uh, Jimmy Reed and how horrible his, his voice acting is. Is it pretty bad? It's like... pretty bad. <laughs> it's, um, it's apparently the same person that did Akeem, uh, also did Jimmy okay. Reed. Um. But Jimmy Reed was this guy's, this be... guy's gonna cry himself to sleep tonight. He's probably watching right now. <laughs> but Jimmy Reed apparently, uh, from from what I've been, what I I I believe I was told by uh, by Zero Morph was originally supposed to be an NPC, and because okay. the audio quality was so bad, they moved it to a telephone, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was great. And I'm just like, all right. But then there's at that a, point, I'd be like, you know what? I'm just going to get a different voice actor, yeah. honestly. Like, but then you have um, on the on the flip side, you have another uh, character that was introduced in 1.4, which was Sylvia Black, who was very well done. <laughs> and just, right. And it was it's like night and day. Like, I'll do the Jimmy Reed quest. And I'm like, guys, see how bad this this sounds. We're going to see Sylvia Black. And they're like, oh, do we have to? Is it going to be? I'm like, trust me. And they're like, holy shit, it's night and day. And I'm like, yeah. But Dude, like, <laughs> Syl Sylvia Black is the same model as Kalyan, Again, yeah. as the base model. And it's also like the voice actress is really similar. I'm like, did you just, did you just, voice, did you just poach my voice actress? <laughs> did you just poach it's, my model and my voice actress? <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it's, it's terrific, though. It really is. Like, yeah. Uh, because I remember the first time running into... Uh, Sylvia Black, and I'm like, the fuck are you doing here? I'm supposed to meet you in uh, in Chinatown. And then it's just like, back off, vampire. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> hold on. And uh, then it's just like, oh, shit, you're Sylvia Black. Okay, um, so you used to work for the Foo Syndicate, who's a secretive organization who has a secret hideout. It's not a building with their fucking name on the side in Chinatown, by the way. <laughs> 
that that all that 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 kills me like oh we're a secretive organization and it's like yeah they they have their name on the side of the building it would it'd be like um the society of leopold having uh-huh. like a big sign saying home of the society of leopold right in right. front of their place you're like why would you do that like come on well it's like it's like um well, it's the world of darkness, right? Yeah. It's like you've got this idea that like everything is seems legit on the outside. Yeah. Once you get on the inside, there's something else there waiting for you. Well, and and I agree with you on that. But the thing is, is if you know like right. the Foo Syndicate's hunt, like if you're a hunting group called the Foo Syndicate, you're gonna use a different name on your building. <laughs> like, right. It's true. Or like you're gonna be like the super secret like part of that organization. Exactly. Like, if it, was Pe- it was PepsiCo. You know, I used to be part of PepsiCo. It's a secret organization. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. And then the person's just like, really? I, I think I may have heard of them a few times. Like, um, what's so yeah. secretive about them? And they're like, eh. oh, yeah. well, I wouldn't expect you to understand. Yeah, you wouldn't understand now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Arsenal Mod, or not Arsenal Mod, um, Anti-Tribute yeah. Mod, to me, is like a testament to the we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna get a little real with you here. It's like the the inherent like cattiness and fine. dramatic aspect of the Bloodlines modding community, mm-hmm. where people and myself included. I'm not saying I'm excluded from this. I'm exactly as susceptible as the rest of the modders. We are like so beholden to the products that we make, the the mods that we make. Yeah, and it causes so much fucking drama between all the. This is why you don't really have, I think like a concerted team of bloodline modders working together. Cause mm-hmm. there's like six of us and we're all just like, no, I've got my idea. And they're like, no, <laughs> I've got my idea. So like, <laughs> Oh God. And I think that's part of what like made anti-tribute kind of tear apart because I know there was a decision between the guy that was like doing all the PR stuff. And then mm-hmm. Lanuska who was doing all the actual heavy lifting. And then there was just like, and then her and I think some of the other modders in the community kind of had some headbutting going on. So it was just like, yeah, that kind of led to, I think, a falling apart of that whole project, which is unfortunate because yeah. it had a lot of potential. It did. It really did. And I mean, if it had gotten an, another iteration uh, where things got kind of cleaned up a little bit or, you know, little mm-hmm. things changed up, not so much forced combat. Um I honestly think I could recommend it more often. Like right. right. Like right now, my, and I'm not, I'm not just saying this cause you know, we're having this discussion, but if people ask me like, Oh, what mods do you recommend? I go clan quest final nights <laughs> in that order. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because some people don't like the blood timers, so <laughs> right. You have that option. And I mean, if, and some people are really beholden to the original clans too. They don't want to really mess with, you know, um, you know, like the Asimite and the followers of Set and stuff like that. It's nice to have, but they're like, I really like, you know, the Gangrel. Or I really like right. the Nosferatu. And you're like, yeah, that's, you know, if, if you want, if you want a, a new experience with what you're familiar with, Clan Quest all the way. All right. the way. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I think. That's what makes sense to me. Because... To me, like the strong points of Bloodlines, like the basic game, is the story and the dialogue. 
And if I can add to that and I can lend to that mm -hmm. and I can make something like a better story, like it really doesn't matter that much what clan yeah. you're playing. I think people want like novel, like sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the way the game plays, like the mechanics, yes. you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the value you get out of something like Final Nights or Camarilla Edition where you're playing like different clans. But um yeah, to me, it just doesn't matter that much. I think yeah. the mechanics, like, more or less are always the same. It's, like, you've got some ability like that, the, like... Usually one discipline different, you know, essentially. Exactly. It's not that different. And, I mean, if, if you tweak the disciplines a little bit, like, it's kind of cool. But, like, it, the novelty of it wears off pretty quick. Yeah. But if you've got a fresh story, if you've got, like, some new material to yeah. work with, like, it's... So that's what I've always tried to focus on. I think that's the most important thing. And I think it paid off with Clan Quest Mod if... Oh, it absolutely People like yourself did. are like putting that at the top of your list of mods to recommend. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of chomping at the bit when um, <laughs> when uh, it got announced that you, you were doing four and I was just like, oh, shit, like this is going to be fun. And then it's like just kind of every now and then a little trickle of info would come out, a little trickle of info. And right. Like, and it's like a little reminder of like, oh, it's still there. Still it's there. still coming. Yeah. Oh, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> not dead yet. <laughs> but then it's just, and then it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, October, what was it? October 20... 27th, 28th, something like that. Yeah, 27th was the release of the mod and the 31st was the uh, patch. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, and four day turnaround on a patch was like... Yeah, it's pretty good. That's really good. I know tri there's AAA developers that can't do that. So, well, and I only fixed like four bugs, but it was four important bugs, yeah. you know? So, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> We've been talking for like a long time. Yeah. A couple yeah. of hours. We're just about to hit the two hour mark. Maury. Shit. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's this is what happens. Like you, we you start talking next thing we know, we're like, oh shit, we're two hours in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, and it's like it's one of these topics. It's easy for me to talk about because yeah. uh, I know a lot of. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, uh, you know, I you know, I know I tweeted out earlier where it's just like in about two hours I'm going to be talking to a legend because I mean mm -hmm. that's I kind of kind of like uh, <laughs> I mean it, it, like when it comes to you know as, as a fan, when it comes to the uh, mod community, like mm -hmm. you guys are in my opinion, like I revere you as like these awesome people that have been able to keep something alive right. for as long as you have. And not only that, but also expand on it. I mean, right. hell CQM four is, is a testament to that. It's, it's really an expansion <laughs> to the game. Yeah. It's like DLC. That's how I describe it to, to plebes that don't play bloodlines. <laughs> It's it's basically a free so maybe DLC. you heard of DLC. Yeah, um, yeah most people. Deal. Yeah, just go to ModDB and uh, download the thing there and install it, and you'll you'll have a great time. And I mean that's that's the truth. And while you're there, vote for uh, CQM as uh, mod yes. of the year. Yes, I want people to vote. I want people to vote. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I need my my fragile ego ego to be satisfied and to be verified and validated and for people to click like on it and uh yeah i mean so it's um i mean it's it's really like i honestly i wouldn't 
if it wasn't for my passion for vampire, mm-hmm. I probably I don't think I would have gotten as far as I have. And and people like you have uh, definitely helped me uh, inadvertently get to where I am. And and you know I talked about changing lives. You you, you guys really have. You know you have uh, West Paz. Um, Zero Mora for Child of Malkov, uh, Lunesca even has uh, has done all that. The the people that throw up texture mods on Nexus oh, yeah. mods and stuff. You oh know, yeah, I kind of wish there was a dedicated place just for Bloodlines mods instead of going to Nexus mods for my textures and Mod DB for everything else. You know, most of the Nexus skins are on Mod DB at this point. I feel Ooh. like. That'd be nice. I feel like I don't know. I haven't like cross-referenced them exactly, but I I know what you mean. I don't know. I feel like I like one-stop Planet Vamp. <laughs> Planet Vampire tries to to be that place, but I don't know how how yeah. successful it is necessarily. But well, I mean, they just uh, recently Sinothorn uh, uh, um, said he's stepping down. Oh my no! I'm like, oh my god, are yeah. you serious? Yeah. I mean, uh, he's been been at it for what eighteen years. Eighteen years, years he said. 18 years shit i remember going to planet vampire before um like right before um redemption came out and that's a game that they've kept alive you know since when did that come out like 2000 2004 bloodlines came out 2004 what time when did redemption come out it must have been 2000. before that what 2000 2000 okay mm-hmm. So he's literally been doing it since then. That's why he knows so much about that engine. That yep. makes a lot of sense, yep. actually. That explains a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing, and I mean, it's going, it's it's definitely a, a loss uh, for him stepping down. Completely yeah. understand it though, and uh, nothing but the best. You know, he still said he's going to be part of the community, which is great. You know, right? You know, so we're not we're not losing him there. But uh, it's just, I don't know, like, I, it's one of the things that was mentioned is uh, Planet Vampire, you know, how, like, was on GameSpy and then kind of became mm-hmm. its own thing and so on and so forth, tried to host mods and stuff, but they couldn't do it as effectively as, like, a mod DB or Nexus, so. Right. I mean, here's the, here's the, here's the harsh truth is, like, they used to host ClanQuest mod. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going to mirror the file there because I know it's a huge draw on their bandwidth. And like you said, yeah. like ModDB and all these other sites can actually do it so much better. So it's yeah. not really necessary to put it there. Yeah. And that's fine. Like they've got the forum, they've got the community. That's what they do well. Yeah. I'm always on people focusing on what they do well. Yeah, absolutely. To do everything. And, um, you know, they do the forum really well and keeping the community engaged and, I think as long as they keep doing that, like they don't need to worry about doing file hosting. Yeah. They've helped me out because um, one thing that ModDB doesn't do well is documenting things. Mm, yes. And so there's like, so for instance, like the walkthrough and the install guide and all that shit is on yeah. uh, Planet Vampire because they just gave me the freedom to make a web page and, and set myself up and yeah. just host that information there. So I think if they keep doing that, they're going to be fine. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Providing those kinds of resources to modders, uh, the games like myself, those kinds of assets, it's it's hugely helpful. Oh, yeah. No, and I mean, it's, you know, it, it doesn't, like, to, to somebody that doesn't know the stuff, it doesn't seem like much, but 
little things like that really help. It, it really goes a long way to like polishing it and making sure that it seems professional. Like having a page that I can send people to to, to just like be like this is a known issue. Like yeah, here's the solution or here's my description. Like that goes a long way. As opposed to digging through all the mod DB comments and going, yeah, no, that that was reported like a week ago. Yeah, I, I actually need to update the known issues page. <laughs> Not that people are necessarily yeah. going to read it, but it's nice that it's there. Yeah, it's it's there, and it. you could just be like, it's in the known issues page here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's just. You know, so, I mean, you got Overwatch going on and that's, you know, a nice little vacation <laughs> from, from all this, which, is, uh, which is, is deserved. Let's, let's be honest. Right. Yeah. It was, it was just such a huge amount of work to, to get the mod out there. So, and, and I mean, for, nice to take a break. Yeah. I mean, for, you know, Zero Morph did the, something very similar with, uh, after, uh, TFN 1.4, where it's just uh -huh. like, I've done a lot of modding <laughs> on this game. I'm taking yeah. a step back and then got involved in modding. Uh, I think it was Skyrim and, and Oblivion or something like that. Right. And then came back. It's like out of nowhere. It's like, by the way, guys, uh, doing TFN 1.5 and we're releasing the same month as uh, CQM. And I'm just like, all Fuck. right, <laughs> cool, I guess. There cool. goes my month. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, all right, a good well, Halloween. Yeah, oh, it was. It totally was. I'm like, all right, well, now I got something to hold me over until CQM comes out but uh two weeks later yeah two weeks i'm like all right can i get this through because i can i can get through a playthrough relatively quick I, oh yeah but, i mean i'm just playing playing bloodlines for me at this point is like meditating <laughs> because i could basically do it in my sleep yeah. i'm just like you know, yeah. It's just like, I'm just going to go to this guy and do this quest, go to this guy, do that quest. I would like to see you do the warrants blindfolded at this point, just from oh. your <laughs> I could, pro honestly, I should, I should Twitch stream that. I could probably blind, like blindfold play through bloodlines. Nice. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What, Maury brought up the warrants. What are your feelings on the warrants? <laughs> yes. How do you feel about the warrants? Oh... <laughs> People give it way too much shit. Like I introduced a shortcut through the Warrens in like 3.1 or something. Mm -hmm. And then there's a secondary shortcut in four. If you just agree to Andre's deal. Mm -hmm. So like there's two ways in clan quest mod to skip like most or all yeah. of the Warrens. But um, I don't know. I, I was doing the let's play videos to help promote clan quest mod. Mm -hmm. And I was going to the Warrens. This is like, you know what? This is, this is part of the game. Like I just have to yeah. play it and get through it. And it wasn't really that bad. Honestly, I remember the first time playing through <laughs> thinking what a slog it was. I remember showing mm -hmm. it to my best friend at the time mm -hmm. and him like quitting the game completely at that point. <laughs> but I'm like, no. it's, 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 it's like the zombie quest with Romero. It's oh, like, the sh fuck it's like quest. the shared. It's like, yeah, fuck that quest. <laughs> fuck the Warrens. It's like the shared experience where we all have played bloodlines and we've all been yeah. fucked over by the Warrens. Yep. And like, if you don't know that experience, like you don't really truly know bloodlines. It's like, it's okay. So I called uh, CS my, uh, my sultry lover. Mm -hmm. It's like my <laughs> loyal lover. It's like, you know, you accept her in spite of her flaws, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah, the Warrens are a fucking pain in the ass, but it's worth it for yeah. what comes before and after that. Oh, and, and, and I'll agree with you on that uh, completely. 
I, I mean, I think, and I've said this time and time again, when people go, what, what do you think about the Warrens? I go, it's one of the best and worst designed areas of that game at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty fun. Like up until you get to the, like, let's do the platforming puzzle down the pipe. And you're just like, well, shit. Which one? There's like three that are just total nonsense. The, the one with the giant fan. Oh yeah, that's the one my friend quit on. He's yeah. like, fuck this. This is dumb. Yeah. Um, but then again, I've also uh done like I in another mod, uh, what was it? The the original pen and paper mod, which uh-huh. that thing one of the earliest mods I could find for the game. Yeah. Um there's an optional pen and paper combat add-on. Which you go, oh, hey, that doesn't sound that bad. Until you get one-shotted by Gimbal. No way. Mm-hmm. Because so basically what you're telling me is this kid didn't playtest his shit before he put it out there. Well, it's, it's, not, that it, it's not that he didn't playtest it. It's just that like, it even says like, the, you don't need to use the, the combat add-on. It's a separate download. But if you want your combat to feel more like the pen and paper game, then you use this. And I'm like, all right, well, let me install that. No big deal. And apparently Gimbal critted. <laughs> so, wow. And he killed me <laughs> flat out with his instant, instant. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? And then the second time it took like three hits. And I'm like, really? And I'm, I'm like, all right, well, I'm prepared now. I have blood bags. I'm, I'm good. Playing as a fucking Tremere. I'm just going to spam my fucking blood strike on him and run. That's like your MO, I think, is to spam blood, <laughs> uh, blood train. I, I, you know, I saw your Let's Play yeah. or your uh, Twitch for the yeah. Clankless mod. You're just like playing Tremere. You're like spamming the, yeah, the blood I mean, that's, that's Tremere, basically. It's, right. You don't need melee. You don't need brawl. You have thaumaturgy, and it takes care of everything you need. Right. Bloodstrike, I mean, in, in CQM, Bloodstrike is very close to the original version where it doesn't actually give you blood back, which I was like, oh, that's cool. It will, but you have to stand still. Mm. You can't move. That's the trick. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's just, I mean, I don't mess with the disciplines. If yeah. that's how it works, if that's, that's how it works in yeah. unofficial batch, I think. Yeah, so. which, so- which sounds about right. Which sounds yeah. about right. But then again, I've played so many different mods that like so many of them have tweaked things where it's like this one does this and Bloodstrike right. this does that. So it's like There's I no get way to used to it. it. Straight. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't tell the difference between plus patch and regular patch anymore. It's all the same <laughs> to me. Yeah. I mean, the only difference I see is like a couple new locations and the exterior right. to the museum. So, right. Yeah, I need to get that shit in there, though. That's another big to-do for the next version of Clan Quest mod is integrating the latest version of the unofficial patch where they started bringing in all these new maps mm. because they got... Because um, you're running 9.2, right? Yeah, and this kid, Ettentrek, um, built all these amazing... And, and Wes did some of them, too, I think. Yeah. Uh, built these amazing maps, and they're so good and so well done, and I really need to get those to be part of Clan Quest mod. One thing you did get uh, included in uh, CQM was uh, the X20, which I thought yeah. was really cool. Now that, if you want to talk about last minute, that was last minute. That was like two <laughs> days before the release. Oh, God. 
Ian's like, hey, I know you were interested in this. So you, you still want to do it? And I was like, I was going to wait until the, 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 the bug patch, but fuck it. Let's just do it. Sure. <laughs> so I took all the files that he had and just loaded into the installer, tested it out. I'm like, it's just changing textures. So like, yeah. how bad could it be? And yeah, it was just like an easy win. And like you said in your install video, you're like, oh, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect the X20 mod. This is pretty slick. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Real nice. Because I know, like, um, Ian, like, you know, it's no secret. Ian, like, will every now and then be like, by the way, you have an email. And I go, what? And I'll look, and it's like the new version that he hasn't released oh, yet. Oh, nice. nice. So, like, I'll take a look at it. And he goes, you should take a look at those patch notes. And I'm like, all right, let me take a look at those. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we're going references on that. Nice. So, goes all the way yeah all the way down to the bottom yeah and i mean what he just did the uh release the plus version of the x20 which uh adds like little easter egg, like new easter eggs and stuff like uh -huh. that on computers um and kind of threw an easter egg for me in there <laughs> it was just like oh i saw that it's i was like, just like oh shit it was an email like to you from someone yeah I it was that, well i was i was cc'd on it <laughs> where yeah. it's just like um it's uh, phenomenal is not spelled with an F. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, like, honestly, it's one of the coolest things. Like, it's, you know, I've, you know, I did pre-release on, um, on TFN 1.4 uh -huh. and um, got mentioned on Planet Vampire, which to me was like the biggest, like one of the biggest honors I've, I've right. ever had. Cause I grew up looking at that website and I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool to be one time mentioned there. And it's like, this, this happened, like what the fuck? Like, and I marked out really hard for that. Um, another time was, uh, you know, the first time Ian popped into, uh, one of my live streams. Nice. I really wish I had the foresight to highlight it because like just kind of, talking bullshitting and stuff like that and he goes you do know that i'm the community manager at onyx path publishing right and i was just like what what, what? You're, like, <laughs> like this. you're like wait can you say that Hang again? On a minute. yeah it was just like and uh apparently i was his first live stream or something like that vampire oh, wow. live stream and it was just oh my god yeah so it was like a very interesting thing and i was like holy shit this is amazing you know and i mean we've you know we have our banter on twitter and you know, so on and so forth. He'll pop into the channel every now and then when he can. We'll just kind of bullshit and talk and right. Especially when I'm now that I'm doing the X20 stuff and it's just because right. that's his like. He is a he's a really cool guy. Oh, he is. And and he helped out with uh client quest mod too. He helped make the uh maps for the new um those slick slick bus, bus stations stops. bus stop the bus maps. station maps. Yeah, exactly. So he helped out with that. And he helped out with a few other little things with textures and just, uh, you know, he's been really supportive of clan quest mod mm -hmm. and promoting it. And it's like you said, he's just a decent guy all around. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'm super, you know, super thrilled that like he was able to kind of help you out and yeah. kind of incorporate like what he does. Like, his his visual art is like amazing. So yeah, he's on point. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. like um, I know one of the things I did with in my install video um, uh -huh. was change the uh, in the 
the title, the uh, the main menu, with the uh, the old uh, Quinn logos, like change it out with uh-huh. the updated ones that he had, uh, nice. he had done. And I think you made a comment. You're like, well, now I know two things I got to do with this, <laughs> with the next version of this. Oh god, that wasn't even one of them. Oh. <laughs> it's like three things then. Yeah. Hey, can we take like a like a one minute pause? I have yeah. to pee. Yeah, no problem. So bad. It's <laughs> not even funny. Not a right problem. Back. We'll be right here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been like super fun. Uh huh. Yeah. How you doing, Maury? My butt's falling asleep. It happens. I'm getting ready to fall asleep. It's getting close to my bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is I mean, I'm I'm not going to say this is going longer than I anticipated, but like I this has been so much fun. Like to me the time has not even passed. So, yeah. Shame, 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 <laughs> bad vampire shame. <laughs> no, I really need to. I'm probably if I do start playing um Bloodlines again, I'll probably have to start a new character and just kind of have it be me going through everything and yeah. just learning. How to do stuff. Yeah, and I mean like now that you're you're doing um you got kind of a better understanding of the mm-hmm. game in general. Yeah, yeah I think uh, that'll help out a lot as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, some of the stuff's different uh between like because we're doing V five on uh, mm-hmm. December thirtieth. Right. On uh twitch.tv slash Precipice Podcast. Yes. Uh we're gonna be doing that there. It'll be a lot of fun. A very awesome time. Uh we have Moriarty, Yorkie Ray, Thurball and of Thurball and Gaming. Uh, it's Anubis mm-hmm. and um, Mvelt. Mvelt. Yep. Hey, hey, are you going to make me a Moriador t-shirt? I am tempted. I am very tempted to do a Moriador t-shirt because we we do have a, a couple shirts that will be going live on December 30th. Right now there's only one made, but I do plan to have several. Woohoo! Um, the first one is a standard... It, they're basically going to be text shirts or mm-hmm. whatnot. But... um. The first one that's done is it's true. Oh, it's Ventrue. Um, <laughs> so that'll be available on T Public starting December 30th. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. I didn't. I didn't. I honestly. We don't bring guests on. Like no, we usually. don't. It's generally just us. <laughs> yeah. And this has been so much fucking fun. Mm hmm. We need to, I can't we, wait for us to have like Manny and Ian on. Yeah. Oh God, I can't wait to have Ian on. It'll be so much fun. Another uh, gimmick bag to guesting. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Ma- like uh, I told you about Manny, how he said uh, he has to look at because he's starting a new job. He's got to see when his right. schedule can accommodate. Right. But he did agree to do uh, another spot on the show, so that's really cool. And Ian, it's just a matter <laughs> of schedules. Yeah. I keep looking over at the uh the shaming of LaCroix and I <laughs> think it's fucking terrific. It's fantastic. Yeah. But no, I'm super stoked for uh, the game later on the month. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh hopefully it goes uh long term. I'm I'm hoping so. Yeah. Like we- I know that I'm kind of I've been spitting stuff out at you like Anubis is planning for the long game. I don't know about the others, but I know like him uh, and me were for it. Ballin, Ballin, oh, yeah. Ballin built his character like it was well built his characters. Yes, plural. plural. <laughs> for, for you, for for you guys that don't listen to pod errors, um, 
what happened was when with Ballin, Ballin decided to create one of everything. Mm-hmm. So he's got a gangrel, he's got a bruja, he's got a um, set of you know, set of ministry, you know, all of that. Like oh, every yeah. fucking clan, every variation Welcome he's back. got, which is really interesting. Welcome back. Well, oh, dude, how long was I gone? I felt like I was peeing for like ever. <laughs> eh, no big deal. I thought I was gonna have to call, like, come back and have you guys call for help because I couldn't. Stop. <laughs> help. I can't finish. It won't stop coming out. Stop <laughs> this way. This is what I get for having all these liquids. Well, I drank two of these tall boys, and I'm feeling pretty toasty now. But nice, yeah, went right it. through me. Yeah. What was your uh, beverage of choice? Um, let's see. Here we've got we've got Goose Ooh Goose Islands IPA. Nice. And uh, this is a beer that I have mixed feelings about because it was <laughs> bought out by Anheuser Busch. Mm. Be a local. It used to be a local brewery up around northern Illinois, Chicago area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'll never forget them because this one night I was out with my friend and they had like the the bar girls come around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The promotional bar girls. Mm-hmm. And they brought us like a full round of beers and they gave us like full-size bottle openers and like t-shirts. They just like – I think it was their first – I think it was their first night and they didn't know like, how this works. <laughs> but they just gave like let's all just, let's their... just give you beers and like all of our swag. <laughs> exactly. Just, like, you get all the swag. Have fun. I was like, great. So it it worked. Yeah, I, I mean I think... the Goose Island stuff's pretty good. Um I didn't know they were bought out, which now means I'm not gonna be really getting their products. So I don't, you know what? It hasn't changed that much. It was still good. I bought it tonight because it was cheap. Mm. Um, but like, I got no problem with Goose Island, even though they're bought out. I think Anheuser Busch has changed their business model so that mm. they are just buying stuff but not changing how people run their businesses. If that's the case, then I can get behind that. Yeah. So I don't want to like put them in a bad position. I'd rather promote them because it's I mean, good beer. It, it is a tasty beverage. So. It's good beer. It's good beer. Uh, what's what's the uh, ABV on it? Let's see here. Is it like a six, maybe a seven? Uh, I can't. I'm not finding it on this can. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait. What's this? It says 5.9. 5.9. Hmm. So just about a six. That ain't bad. It's decent. Yeah. yeah. These uh, There's these beers they sell here now called Elysian. I don't know if you've seen this go around. Yep. Oh man, those things are trouble. <laughs> you're like, ah, I'm having fun drinking beer, and then you're like, just devastated because yeah, it's nice. like 11. percent It's like drinking wine. Oh, that's mm-hmm. terrific. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, there's a specific stuff that uh, Anubis goes for. I think it's like season. Yeah, and I, I when I can, I go with Stone Ruination, which is a nine point something. And I'm yeah. just like, I don't have two of those, and I'm like, I'm good. I'm yeah, that really shit good. will ruin you. If I had, if I had bought three of these right now, it'd be a like fifty percent more fun interview. <laughs> it's but let a- me tell you something. <laughs> it's been a fun one, regardless. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so this is interesting to segue yeah. into fun mm-hmm. things that we. Talk about when we're two beers down. <laughs> nice. Um, 
So, you know, you talked about bloodlines has changed your life. Yes. And I would say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe in a lot of ways more acutely so. Okay. But bloodlines has like, you know, just because I've, I've worked on the mod and it's mm-hmm. just been such a time consuming thing. But, but the thing that's interesting about bloodlines is it's introduced me to a lot of people. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, you start, you get on the forum, you talk to people, you Mm -hmm. get to know people pretty well. And I'm, I'm generally a pretty friendly guy and I've made like friends with people, like people that I've stayed in touch with now for almost like 10 years. Wow. And this has actually lent itself to about five years ago. I went on a trip. Uh, this was between clan quest mod three and four. Mm -hmm. So after the Kalyan quest and before I started working the Sabbat thing. That's when I went on my real like bender, like to just like take a break from bloodlines and have some fun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, I took a trip through Europe. Oh. And I was gone for like two months, I think. Mm-hmm. And I actually stopped at all these different places and met people and stayed with people in some cases that I had met through the bloodlines community. Wow. Cool. That's actually really cool. It was a life changing experience. I met Wesp in real life. very cool yes i have met wesp in real life um we hung out for a couple days in uh what is it munich germany and uh, i stayed at his place and we talked about bloodlines and walked all over town and it was super cool and i've also met um the not not uh zero morph but uh child of malkav nice so he lives in germany and just by pure coincidence i was in the same city that he lives in so i met him up and had a beer with him that was super cool um am i get an instant message did you instant message me i did not knew someone instant messaged me on discord <laughs> like i said i don't discord much yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and besides that, it's I also met uh, a friend that I met through Bloodlines in Finland. I met a friend that I met through Bloodlines in France. She's gone on to start this like really successful blog, Secrets of the Masquerade, hmm. um, and she like self publishes some of these books that you can do on um, Drive Through RPG. Nice. Is it Drive Through RPG or which one is it? Which portal is it? You can self publish. Uh, Storyteller Vault. Storyteller Vault. That's what I'm thinking of. But it so all links through drive through. So, yeah, exactly. So she self-published some some PDFs through there. Um, yeah, it was just great because I had all these hookups and connections and got to meet people in real life. And it was super fun. Awesome. So Bloodlines has changed my life in this incredible way that I have made all these great personal connections and traveled the world. And <laughs> I mean, that that it really is amazing. It's just mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't think that a video game could could do that you know and you you look at it and you go wow this look at all this shit that actually did happen yeah i actually did all this stuff i almost returned bloodlines did you know that <laughs> no i didn't really <laughs> yeah i first bought it and like the game like you know how it is if you don't have the unofficial patch installed yeah. like buggy piece mm-hmm. of shit like the mm-hmm. game like crashed right out of the box. Yeah. Like I had to install the graphics drivers, and then yeah. like it crashed again. I had to install the unofficial patch, and then they're like, "Oh, you're a Melkavian. Fuck you. <laughs> Go back and roll a Bruja." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Oh, and I should just return this." I don't know if that's even possible through Steam. I don't think it is. Back then, it wasn't. No, 
no. But I almost returned it, and how how different things would be. Yeah, had that yeah. been the case, you wouldn't have traveled <laughs> Europe. Um, well, I probably would have done that. I yeah, well, have West wouldn't have been as as fun of a trip, I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as fulfilling. So, yeah, good times. <laughs> Bloodlines is an experience as it, much as it is. It... And and Maury, you really really need to do that. Finish your playthrough. Yeah, Jesus, if we haven't sold you on this game by now. <laughs> just... I'll look into playing it again soon. Play Bloodlines My and you arm. may win a trip through Europe. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun when, when you start actually playing it again. And we'll do like mm -hmm. updates. Like, how far did you get this week? Like, mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, how far did you get? I'm like, oh, I finished three mods. <laughs> Like you bitch! Like, why did you do this? <laughs> so, Maria, <laughs> like, what's your what do you? Okay, so you're playing a Toreador in the paper game. in mm -hmm. Bloodlines. What's your main? What are you playing? I think I started a Toreador there too. Oh my I'm god! Yeah, I, I really like the plan. Yeah, you, I, I you and Rice, bitch, you. <laughs> 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 I love it. I um. They are the Anne Rice vampires. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're really the are. Twilight True Blood Anne Rice vampires. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I <laughs> usually like when I'm getting somebody into the game, I'll recommend like you want to learn about humanity, play a Toriador. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you want to learn, if you just want to experience the game, Bruja Gangrel. Yeah. Um, you want to have fun blood magic, Tremere. Uh, if you want to torment yourself your first playthrough uh, with stealth and not knowing how uh, how fickle the uh, the masquerade breaks are with a Nosferatu, play a Nosferatu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want, play a Ventru if you don't like feeding on anything. So you got the I love thing. Venture, dude. Venture's fine. They, they, <laughs> they, blood's never a problem. And you got that sweet, sweet dominate, and you got your super cool, like super tight black shirt at the yeah. end of the game. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But yeah, I mean, um, shit, I couldn't even like. I know myself. I couldn't say like, oh, this is my go-to clan because to me, it's no. There's no such thing anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. You're just a delver in, in yeah. all things. I'm just like, eh, what do I feel like this week? Like, or this playthrough? Ah, what, what do I feel like? Uh, chat, wh which one do you want, want to see me do? <laughs> yeah, that's reliable right there. That's like, Unless it becomes auto-spend Malk, then you're... Yeah, no, it's... Yeah. So, like, when you I should... do, do those challenge runs, like, it's usually me being the idiot going like, hey, I'm going to do this, so... <laughs> Let's see what happens. You should get a wheel of pain. That should be your your stick. <laughs> so like I see this like this great like setup that you have uh podcasting and doing these videos. You got the green background. What you need sitting behind you is the wheel of pain and you spin the wheel of pain <laughs> and it gives you some like horrible thing that you would roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that can be your basis for picking clans or whatever. I um I've done something similar, but instead of having a wheel, I had chat do it for me. Yeah. I was playing, uh, I'm like, all right, I'll play a Malkavian. You guys, you know, I haven't played a Malkavian in like two years. Uh -huh. So I'll play a Malkavian. The last time I did it was an auto spend run. 
This time, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a community challenge. And I'm like, oh, well, what's the community challenge? I'm like, you guys decide where all my points go. <laughs> I think I heard about this. I think I saw Computers, some... the wave of the future. Yeah. yeah. So before I even get to Jeanette, I already have like four points in fucking computers. And it's like, yeah, perfect. Thanks. Perfect. You're good to go. Yeah. They're like, but it's the wave of the future. And I'm like, all right. So computers is maxed out now. Where are we putting our points? How about wits? Doesn't that raise your hacking too? And I'm like, son of a bitch. You're going to need money. So here's finance. And I'm like, God damn, this is worse than an auto spend. They're like just ruining your life. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but you had so many bullets. You yeah. had so many bullets. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of all that money that you had. Yeah. I was like, all right. Oh God. The balance issues in that game are so bad. Oh, yeah. I did. You know, like I laud, um, like Camarilla edition who, like those kinds of mods that try to address that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make inspection and finance and all that, those kinds of garbage skills, like more useful. Yeah. I, I like, I've only played them a couple times, so I don't really remember how well they actually pan out in terms of like balancing it or not. But uh, early game with um, final nights, uh, 1.4 and I think 1.5 finance is useful because yeah. it determines your starting amount of money. Oh, nice. So nice. If you don't have any points in in your finance, you start off with twenty five dollars <laughs> and you're just like, well, that's that's just, interesting. That's just like real life, basically. Yeah. And then with like investigate, um, as you level that up, you'll find items kind of just strewn acro- around like. Right. Which which I thought was nice. Um, like, what is it? If you have a high inspection, that one useless apartment in uh the um your first haven mm-hmm. there's a uh, desert eagle sitting there right next to the computer if your inspection's high enough and it's like nice oh, nice. but you need like an that's, eight <laughs> yeah like, that's no but that's cool though like i remember that yeah i always thought that apartment was a fucking waste i'm like why is it this is. here it, well you know there's extra apartments yeah um the the inspection thing i think is one of the things i nixed from camarilla edition Mm -hmm. camera ce light yeah just because it was a pain in the ass to integrate all those changes into client quest mods and i I can understand that i can completely understand that but it is a cool feature it does make inspection useful so because otherwise it's like what's the point oh you get a little glow on stuff that's going to be able to be picked up anyway yeah exactly I would have found that anyway because yeah. I know where everything is because I played this game 800 times. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but then if you don't have the inspection, the items don't even show up. And you're just right. like, where's the, where's the key to Muddy's apartment? Why is it not yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, no, that's legit. It's, that's straight legit. So. Or the key to... Um, oh, shit. I forgot her name. Um, during the Plague Bearer quest, uh, the sixth floor. There's the key behind the vase for her safe. Oh, fuck. Hannah. Hannah. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I mentioned I think I mentioned this in the Let's Play videos, which I don't expect you guys have watched the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. like, interestingly, Hannah's a prostitute and the only prostitute that I know in real life. What happened? (laughs) You cut out there for a second. So the only prostitute that I actually know in real life, her name is. Also, incidentally, Hannah. 
So it's just one of those moments of bloodlines injecting itself back into reality. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a thing. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I mean it's it's amazing how much um you know a, a silly vampire game has been um so impactful on on so many people. Yeah. How a small but dedicated community has kept the game alive for uh for as long as it has is you know Troika went out of business like almost immediately after launch so yeah yeah it's 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 really a testament just to how great the game is yeah no absolutely at breathing for so long because you know there's other games of that era that I'm sure there's still like dedicated fan bases too, but like, you know, obviously I'm biased, but I just feel like Bloodlines is the one that's like still really out there that people are still like really invested in. Like, Daysex, the the original Daysex, that came out like I think a couple years before. Came out in 2000. Yeah, and I mean, there's I'm sure there's still people that are working on that Mm -hmm. and dedicated to that, but um, Bloodlines still really ticking at least as far as i know and and i'm kind of helping with that and that's kind of cool yeah no absolutely i mean between you know just even the world of darkness um video games to begin with i mean um you know of course you can go to planet vampire and and pick up all the different mods and stuff and get the uh online mode working for redemption (laughs) which i mean that was a pretty big deal back then right it's like oh you can create your own chronicles and have somebody lay out their dungeon and all the other stuff that's really cool right um but then of course um you know bloodlines and the community that's been built around that uh, just it, it's amazing um you know the you guys the mod creators don't get enough credit that's you know first and foremost <laughs> <laughs> um because a lot of people start a mod, uh, start making a mod, and then they'll just drop off. Yeah. Uh, because they'll start sharing stuff, and people are like, well, that's not the way I see it. Like, you mentioned, like, you know, different mod creators, like, well, I see it this way, I see it that way. But then when you deal with the community, the community's another fickle beast. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, yeah. why are you doing that? Why, why is this a thing? And you're like, this is my vision for this, first off. If you want to play it, fucking play it. If you don't, then don't. <laughs> It's not gonna you know, not gonna impact the way you you play the game if you don't download the mod. But you, you know, man, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, I know I can be a bit socially reclusive in the sense mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily engage with the community as as much as I could. But mm-hmm. like, that is truthfully like a big part of it. And it's not that I blame people for having opinions or wanting to have yeah. some say in the mod, but just from the perspective of the person that's like actually doing a lot of the work for mental health reasons, yeah. it's just really beneficial to kind of like disengage from that because absolutely even if people are presenting feedback in the most like laid back way that you can possibly imagine mm-hmm. it can still just be really draining to just like try to take in a lot of different people's yeah. feedback and try to take that on board and you know at the end of the day you just kind of have to do what makes sense to you and mm-hmm. be true to your vision and hopefully that's good enough for people and maybe you course correct later on. Like with Client Quest 4, like I just 
almost worked entirely in a shell. And that can be very dangerous because without a lot of external feedback, you can yeah. just make something that's horrible. I'd like to think I didn't make something that's horrible. I think most people think it's like yeah. pretty good. No, it is. Um, there's certainly course corrections that I see that I could have made or mm -hmm. I should have made and I'll try to make in the next like patch or whatever. Mm -hmm. But to try and like get that level of feedback during the process would is it can just be absolutely like yeah. draining. Oh yeah, so, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. So just uh yeah, that's that's my two cents on on that and just kind of trying to protect myself from the the many bits of feedback and input that people have about these things. So And I mean that's that's one of those things though like you know the the community is as guilty of it you know of being trying to force their their ideas a lot mm -hmm. of times because i've 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 seen it a few times with a couple mods that never made it where it's yeah. just like oh this looks really cool why don't you do this and they're just like why are you telling me how to do you mod the game <laughs> no you don't <laughs> so don't tell me that to do something yeah. that i know i can't do like right it's like, why don't you do it? She's so smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just, uh, I mean, that's just, just the way it is. So, like, seriously, no matter what community you're in, whether it's the, the Bloodlines community, the Redemption mm -hmm. community, the Deus Ex community, right. um, any of the other modding communities, like, give, give the mod creators, like, time to do their thing. Like, and... yeah. And don't be what, so shitty about it. Like, yeah, you know, I'll say this though. What is nice is when people can give constructive mm -hmm. feedback well. Yeah. Because I admit, like, I know I didn't do the thing perfectly. Like, obviously not. Like, no one's perfect. Yeah. And so when you're able to get feedback from people that is well articulated mm -hmm. and presented in a way that isn't just like, you know, like drains my soul to read it, yeah. like, that's helpful. Like, that's good. Like, Try to work on your communication skills if you're going to have an opinion about everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the truth. Um, yeah. You know, no matter what, what field or, or whatnot you're dealing with, you got to be able to articulate your point and not come off cross like an asshole. So, right. But it goes the other way too. Like, yeah. you have to be able to take feedback. Like, a lot of mom or anyone really are just very sensitive about yeah. feedback. Like who among us hasn't gotten to an argument with a friend or a loved one when they have something to say about our lives, right? And it's mm -hmm. always coming from a constructive place of love, but we're not always receiving it well. And that's only too true in the modding community. Yeah. No, I don't know why you're wasting your life doing this. You should be doing this instead. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom! <laughs> so um, supportive. <laughs> I... I've discussed this multiple times with you, Grandma, but, you know, just because you think that computers are the way of the future doesn't mean, which is a legitimate argument I've had, oh, um, God. does not mean that I, I want to go to college mm -hmm. to take a course that I'm going to have to take a bunch of other bullshit courses for. Right. Spend to, all your money, all of it. To, to yep. learn how to do something that I have probably a three percent chance of getting a job in right exactly oh god my grandpa sent me an email recently about ai and like, <laughs> you know he's just he's so sweet he's like 96 years old and he's like ai there's some articles 
the newspaper about hey how ai is in the future and like just mm -hmm. trying to nudge me towards thinking about that I'm like thanks grandpa. <laughs> yeah. google's got an api for that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always get the um every time well, not all the time but like whenever there's like a family gathering or whatever it's always just like you know you really sh you you're pretty decent with computers like you're pretty good with computers and i'm like i'm decent with computers no, no, no. I think you're really good with them and you could do me a lot better if you went to school for it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I went to college for, for television and radio production. So, and I didn't finish that because I realized how much bullshit that was. So, right. <laughs> what makes you think I'm going to want to do something that I have really no interest in? So. You know what? I will say every one of us is so guilty of selling ourselves short. Yeah. Like I think like, like from working professionally as a software engineer for so many years, most people are full of shit is what I've <laughs> and, and, and most of what people talking themselves up is bullshit. So it's like, you cannot be an expert on a topic and still get paid the big bucks to do that thing. And that is yep. true. Like 90% of the time. Like, so like people sell themselves short on everything and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I'm don't have to go to college, Todd. You could go be a computer man today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some course. Like, I'll, I'll download like Unity and start messing around with that, or or learn how to write JavaScript or some shit. You know? Jesus Christ! That's seriously. That's really what it comes <laughs> down to. Yeah. Why? Why pay to do something you could do right now for free? So. And honestly, here's the truth. After a month of learning JavaScript from Unity, you would probably know as much as someone who went to a four college degree to, yep. to learn that shit. And you could mm -hmm. go get a job. Like, seriously, it's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, going to school for television and radio, like, was ridiculously stupid. It really yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Um, Like... One day a week was actual like practical learning. Nothing was mm -hmm. like hands on. And then the other day right. was like analyzing like news reports and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with the degree I'm going for? <laughs> and they're like, well, it's it's good for you to know what you know what's going on in the field. And well, okay, so let's have some real talk here. Uh, how much experience do you have in this in in the field? Well, I've been I've been a professor here for three years. No, 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 no. That's not what I asked you. How much experience do you have in the field? Right. Well, they're like, well, I took an internship yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, they're and... like, I'm a well, I'm a professor teaching this course, and I'm like, at this point, I already have four years in the field experience. Right. Working on you know, working on location, filming shit. And making right. sure audio's good and all the other stuff. And you're telling me I have to sit here and analyze the fucking news. Right. And I'm paying, I think it was like uh, something like eight or nine grand for the class. Oh, like, yeah. Boy. No. Out the fucking nose. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I could. I could sit at home and critique that their shitty work. You know? Right. You so could watch free. YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah. Like college is a bit of a racket. Mm -hmm. Oh God. I shouldn't say that out loud. <laughs> but... <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, college is a fucking racket. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking the blame for that one. Okay. Todd said it first. College is a fucking <laughs> racket. <laughs> 
I will say this for because yeah, I went to college. Yeah. I got a degree. I will say this is actually the uh, the classes that were related to computer science were among my favorites. I actually did do some cool, interesting stuff. I took this class in Eastern literature. Mm -hmm. I had this like sexy, cool, young Asian like teacher, and she like actually gave us some really interesting books to read and educated us on this topic. It was awesome. I did another class. It was film as literature. Mm -hmm. And so it was this teacher who would like, you know, have us watch some movies and then analyze them, and compare them to like the book versions Some in some cases. It was so much fun. And I really did kind of learn about how to like look at a movie and kind of analyze. Like you can learn interesting stuff, but like both of those classes I took at community college. Like you yeah. don't have to go to a fucking state college, four-year mm -hmm. degree program, pay out the fucking ears for it. Nope. Like that is so ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah it really is even just physics man <laughs> physics too learning about electromagnetism yes it's i mean it's it's outrageous though it really is like you know if you're if, if you're going to go the college route i don't know how we ended up getting on the college route thing but whatever how did we end up here i don't know <laughs> Where are we? Yeah. Let me tell you my life story. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to go that route, like, go to a community school and kind of yeah. figure, definitely go to community figure college. out what you're doing. Like, don't get me wrong, my, my um, television radio course was in a community college. And it was still that fucking pricey, but... It wasn't insane. Yeah. I feel like community college is where it's at. Yeah, it a lot is. of communities, a lot of yeah. cities have good community colleges. Mm -hmm. Maury, what, what's your background? Did you do you go CC? I I went to community college route. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you study? Um, medical records mainly, health information management. And here you are on a podcast talking here about vampires. Here I am vampires. on a podcast <laughs> talking about vampires and our shitty lives. <laughs> well, this is what gets me away from my shitty office job, and I I think this is why I like love it so much is I get to just crack jokes and bullshit and like laugh my ass off yep. at right. least like one time a week with like somebody I really enjoy spending my time with. Aww. Oh. Aww. That's nice. That's real <laughs> nice. Are you blushing? She spent a blood point. Fuck, I had to use blush, blush of life. God damn it. Um... <laughs> But now, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you talked about everybody sells themselves short. Um, uh -huh. I mean, I, I do it all the time. Like, and it's not even like on the job stuff, like just in general, in life, I sell myself mm -hmm. short. So hearing oh, something yeah. like that is just like, to me, like really heartfelt. And I'm like, oh my God, that is probably one of the nicest things I've ever heard. And what? That just that people sell themselves short and. Oh, no, 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 no. And it's just like, <laughs> I really enjoy hanging out with you. And I'm just like, yes. Oh, that's the thing um i mean hell that's how uh how basically all the podcasts started it was just mm -hmm. we just hang out we we bullshit and i'm like hey let's record this and something good comes out yeah. of it yeah i mean this is uh one of the highlights of my week usually um mm -hmm. <laughs> usually <laughs> well i mean there's other highlights of the week as well where it's like oh hey let's let's not podcast this week and just watch shit on on fucking amazon and it's like, yeah, that's pretty fun too. <laughs> we'll watch horrible Last movies. Of weeks. 
Exactly. <laughs> oh, are you guys fans of like just like B movies? Uh, I have really gotten like well, he is. I don't think we've really gotten terribly much into B movie territory. At least ones that weren't riff track movies. Well, I mean, so. we watched like half a troll too. Oh, nice. Before Amazon <laughs> stopped us because yeah. it knew better. It's like, I, I can't subject you to this. Yeah, so I'm we, just going to make the video, like, die. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we did get to the, the classic, oh, my God. Which I, and then it just looked like. Yeah, then Amazon's well, just like, yeah, no, you're done. They're like, well, we're, we know you're all watching it. Just So we'll just cut it off. <laughs> yep. Either that or we'll watch, like, cooking shit, which is also mm -hmm. fun. Yes. Oh, cooking shit? Yeah. What cooking shit do you watch? Uh, I've been it? watching Nailed It. Nailed It on Netflix, which is and, uh, basically is Cake it? Rex the series. It's, it's terrific. Um, and then, let's see, we also started watching Cooking on High. Yeah, which is <laughs> a half What's hour this? half hour cooking competition, which is only 15 minutes long, where people cook with weed. Oh, okay. While they're high? No, no, no. The, the judges are high. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sometimes they pregame, so they're yeah. just like ready to go. They take a little break at one point. It's just like, yeah, let the <laughs> let the THC kind of do its job. We'll get back to you. And they're like, I am high as fuck. <laughs> I don't even know what I ate. That was shit. Was delicious. I never ate fish before. This is the best damn fish I ever ate. It's like there's so much good stuff out there that I don't even know about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, my 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 wife and I got really into watching Australian network TV. Nice. Mm -hmm. But in America, so it's like kind of novel, but they have like the same reality show bullshit that, that we have, but it's in Australian. And so somehow that just intrinsically adds this like extra element of fun in the sense that everyone has an accent. <laughs> and it's talking about like <laughs> foods that you never heard of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just like watching this cooking show in like from Australian network TV, it's like the most basic shit. Like I've asked Australians about it and they're like, they're like, you watch that shit. My fucking nan watches that show. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Oh, you said nan. I know what that means. <laughs> so I watched her show. We were also, uh, we were also watching what uh British bake off. Yeah. We kind of tried watching the British bake off and I yeah. think Netflix or yeah, the, the last time we tried watching it, it was just like, nah, nah, not tonight. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll watch something else. And we watched like an entire season of Nailed It. Mm -hmm. Right. We and what's the, what's the shtick with Nailed It? They're... Uh, so it's two rounds. The first round, like they have three bakers. Bakers. who um, <laughs> Very loose term. Yeah. Who have to uh, recreate. Uh, oh stuff. my god it's like the it's like the meme yeah mm -hmm. yep. there's a meme about this right yep yep, yep. it's exactly that yep. so and, it's like oh my god some of the stuff they come god, up with it's is terrific ridiculous. it is beautiful mm -hmm. so it'll be like there'll be a cake that's like an accurate representation of like all the entire cast of overwatch mm -hmm. and someone will like nailed it Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it'll be like seven gingerbread men, like stapled to a piece of cardboard. <laughs> Pretty like, much. Oh. Pretty much. <laughs> Those are the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> There's one where uh, they, in the first round, they were doing a donut challenge, oh, and God. each person had a different donut to to recreate. It was some kind of pirate themed donut. Yeah, it was, there were pirate themed donuts, and one uh -huh. of them was. Uh, 
pirate with an eye patch, a little hook hand, and a hat. And uh-huh. it just became a blob of like fondant and <laughs> jelly and shit. It was just... Yeah. It was just like a smear on fried dough and Oh, it was terrific. That was what they managed to make yep. in like That's like accurate though. That's <laughs> yeah. legit. <laughs> Yeah. You ever try to bake, do anything with fondant? You know that's how it's going. Oh yeah. End. <laughs> Fuck, man. It was beautiful though. It really was. And I've gotten so many people into watching that show where it's just like, <laughs> did you see this episode? I'm like, I've watched the entire series three times. I think. I mean, I think you just converted like me personally mm-hmm. and my wife by extension. So I mean, there's that. You so gotta check this out. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they actually have a holiday uh, season coming up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was it the seventh? So, uh, so day or two from now, we'll do uh, nailed it holidays. Which... Well, I know what we're watching on Friday. <laughs> oh yep. wait, no, I have game on Friday. Fuck. Yep. Yep. I know what okay. I'll be watching on Friday. There you have it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll probably be playing Bloodlines. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Clan Quest mod. Clan Quest mod. Yeah. yeah, I'll rush through the basic stuff, do all mm-hmm. the added stuff, and take my time with it like I did a lot like, with the... Uh, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that was the thing. Like I've played the base game so many times, and it's just like, okay, well, I can nail these quests out, get that done. Let me get to what I'm here for, which is right. uh, Kellyanne, um, Steve, which I didn't do in the last playthrough. <laughs> um because i bypassed the warrens so mm-hmm. for the most part and then you know east la so yeah there you have it. like eventually i want it to be like just it's like part of that natural experience of playing bloodlines as yeah. as the rest of the vanilla game but that that's I mean, that's it, dream it it felt very organic it really yeah did. um I did. I did really enjoy the, uh, you know, and I. I know you mentioned in the the comments on the video that, oh, you ran into that bug with the uh, when they're doing the uh, Valdry. Oh God, it kills me. Yeah, it kills yeah. me every time because it looks so good when it right, it's so bad when it doesn't. One of them standing on something. Oh you know, God. Like... But I mean, at the same time, it's such a powerful moment because, like, that's not something I expected. The Oblery. Diablo right. was another whole system where I didn't really explore that. I was like, I, I messed around with what I had to, but I didn't go yeah. back through and be like, oh, let me try to go and get Vivi. Let me try to get, you know, Jeanette or, you know, this one or that one. Right. Uh, Some people are like Pokemon. They got to collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I would be tempted to, to catch them all. But you, you fuck up your humanity now that I have. You can't just buy back your humanity. Yeah, which I like. Um, yeah, that's how I meant for it to be in the first place. Except I found out there's additional histories and clan backgrounds that affect the cost of humanity, and it tweaks that so mm-hmm. that it doesn't like if you're. Tr- I think if you're Toreador, mm-hmm. you can still buy humanity even with patch. So mm-hmm. I still fucked up. Uh, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like. You know, at the same time, those histories were added in with the uh, with the UP plus. So, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, whatever. But. Yeah, go back and diablerize everyone. That's that's really the key. Eat all the peoples. 
Don't yeah. let Oturo get his uh, his uh, blood frenzy going with uh, needing to eat everybody. Oh, I ate this chick over at this club, and you're like, yeah, no, I already had her, so go fuck off. Yeah, well, just don't just don't do it alone. <laughs> you know, you can don't let him do it alone. You can be you can be the guy that's out yeah. there frenzying nonstop. So nice. I mean, for for what it's worth, he was. I mean, you you mentioned it before. Um, you know, writing all the stuff for for Arturo. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I mean, for for what it's worth, it was very well done. It really was. Thank you. Um, very well written. Felt honestly, it it felt like a character that should have been in the game. Um, right. And I mean, that's the biggest thing. Like you, you want to try to do. Like all those characters felt like they belonged. That's that's exactly what I was going for. I was trying to get these characters to just fit naturally into yeah. the world of Bloodlines and. You know, because we all like, you know, I'm looking at this gift still of uh, <laughs> LaCroix being LaCroix. I'm like, look at all these like iconic characters, like disembodied heads in this gift. But like, I recognize these characters, identify with them. Yeah. And that is exactly what I was trying to do with all these new, this whole new cast that added was added in, in Clanquist yeah. Mod 4. And yeah. I would like to think that I succeeded. So. From from a lot of the rave reviews like your own, it sounds like I, I did okay. Yep. Um one, did okay. One thing that Yay. did okay. that that caught me completely off guard was all of a sudden the level transition from where I was to LaCroix. <laughs> and I'm just like, what what the fuck just happened? Like how did this why is what? I was <laughs> like I, I fast forward to that part in your video. And I got exactly the reaction I was hoping. <laughs> um, you know, Wesp actually was one of the playtesters, and mm-hmm. his thought on that was that it was too sudden. There wasn't enough foreshadowing. I think that's true. There could have been more foreshadowing. And he said the tra- but he said the transition was too sudden. And he said it should be more like the player walks up to the cabbie to go to, um, is it uh, Chinatown? Mm-hmm. And instead, they like it takes control of the character, and they sort of like automatically walk to the tower, and then you do the transition. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's not necessarily the most elegant solution either. And I'm happy with the, with the way it turned out. Yeah, just because I can see people like you have the reactions that you had. Yeah, because that like and, completely took me by surprise, and I was just yeah, like, what's going on? Like, I why am I here? And it's. I mean, that would be that was the perfect thing. And then it's just like, you've been basically a sleeper agent for me this entire time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no. He's like, bro, bro, I'm Ben True. Does that not mean anything to you at this point? Fuck. <laughs> now, fall no, out if of anything, <laughs> if, yeah, if anything, I would have just like done more foreshadowing yeah. thing that would have indicated that this was coming. Yeah, that's the only thing I would change about that in retrospect. I mean, you, you could, but if you do do the foreshadowing, like I could see you doing the foreshadowing and doing it like very subtly, so it still is a surprise. But not uh-huh. having it there, and it's just like boom, you're in his his office, and you're like, what? What? <laughs> like, it just, it's. I felt it was great. I, I felt it was. It completely took me by surprise. I'm almost speechless now talking about it because I'm just like having flashbacks of like, why, why am I here? Why, why is, why is the sheriff looking at me? And 
I'm Sabat. I shouldn't be here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you liked it because, like I said, it's retrospect. Like, yeah. I question. I'm like, oh, was this the right decision? But like in the design notes originally, I was like, oh, this is gonna be so badass. Like, the the reaction that you had was exactly what, what you were like, aiming the for. Intention. So I'm I'm glad it was appreciated. Yeah, I feel like it's one of these things. Not everyone would take it on board. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, the thing is, when you when it gets pitched, like if somebody were to pitch that, it'd be like, that's a weird fucking idea. And then when you see it actually, you know, laid out, you're like, well, wait a second like that. I mean, I felt it worked. So, I mean, there's going to be people that say like, well, you know, it should have had a little bit more lead in or, or whatnot. But and then you I... go out the window and you're like, oh, shit. See, I feel like from the pen and paper perspective. It's not that weird because no, if you isn't. play the pen and paper, you know Dominic <laughs> tricking people into thinking things that they shouldn't think and mm-hmm. forgetting things that they wouldn't otherwise forget. And then presence, presence actually has like the fourth dot. I think it just draws someone to you wherever that, wherever mm-hmm. they are in the world, they are going to come to where you're at. Yep, that's pretty much what Lacroix has mm-hmm. done. He's maxed out his social disciplines and he used them all against you. Because he's Ventrue. Because <laughs> he's a fucking Ventrue. Of course that's what he's going to do. And and the throwing you out the window thing, like that was a missed opportunity because what I would have liked to have done was mm-hmm. for there to be some kind of altercation with the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a violent toss rather yeah. than a, you know, it's like you don't even see yourself get pushed out the window. There's- yeah. It's because you can't do the animations in Bloodlines. Like the yeah. engine just won't allow you to make new animations. You work so with that what being you had. Case, you you know? got to work with what you have. So, you know, it's like a very slow march to the window rather yeah. than a violent, mm-hmm. you know, fight. So, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I can also argue the fact that you're still under his influence. So, that's what I said. That's what I said to the naysayers. I say, sir. You were under the influence of the prince, yep. and you got to take your take your knocks. He, he so. wants you to go to that window, and he wants you to throw yourself out of it while the sheriff watches. In a heart, right, you know, watches on, going like, "Well, I'm not fucking with the prince." Oh, I always assume <laughs> the sheriff pushes you out the window. He uh, like picks you up and throws you. But... Uh, I'm assuming that the sheriff just kind of is there to make sure that you go yeah. through with it. You know, yeah, you can have it any way you like it. You can take mm-hmm. it any way you like. So it's open for interpretation. It's an for interpretation that is correct and then it's it's such a you know what it is it's such a james bond super villain mm-hmm. thing like if anything this the the sheriff would just like slice your face off with his sword yeah but you know in classic style of super villains and yep. james bond storytelling like he's gonna kill you in the most avoidable way possible push you out a window but and it's it's a it's a cliche, but it's one that people know and are comfortable with. So, but you know the the end justify that means you know because right. like exactly. at that point you're just like well fuck this guy I I really want to get back at him and if you uh, if you get a specific ending you get that satisfaction so exactly and I I feel like it enables a better story yeah and if it and if did. it does that then great you know what it's maybe not the most logical thing but you just kind of run with it yeah but but nothing better than letting somebody catch their uh, first sunrise in how long you know right 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 because i'm just as soon as i saw saw him up there i'm like 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is what you get, you fuck. <laughs> oh. it's, it's pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty satisfying. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, we've been going for three hours. You should probably wrap this up. Yeah, this I was just say, speaking of sunrises. Yeah. Yeah. The sun's coming up soon yeah. for me. Not really. It's sooner for you. It's like you're in uh, Eastern. Yeah. So it's like two in the morning there. Uh, it's uh one twenty. One twenty. It's late. Yeah, it's a bit late. <laughs> I still got show notes and stuff like that to write, so it's it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should wrap it up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else we should say? Um, I mean, you guys go to uh, ModDB, uh, check out Clan Quest Mod, download it, play it, have a lot of fun. Leave leave positive comments on the um, on it. Vote for it for Mod of the mm -hmm. Year. Um, thank you very very much for 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 being on. You know, it's yeah, this been was really awesome, cool, super fun. Yeah. Or do you have anything to add? I got nothing. You, you, I'm just ready to fucking go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I have a long day tomorrow. Yeah, I get you. Don't we all? But this was the shortest three hours I've had. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, I was, when you uh, stepped out, I was just like, wow, it doesn't feel like we've been going as long as we have. Like, yeah. But uh, anyway, thank you very much once again for, for joining us. Um, and, you know, hopefully you enjoy your Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> and your you know vacation, <laughs> your vacation from Bloodlines a little bit. Um, I'm looking forward to what you do, what, what you come up with next. To be honest, so awesome. And when that happens, we should do this again. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This was awesome. So but anyway, cool. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you All for right. listening for uh, to another edition of Gimmick Bag. Um, I'd like to thank once again uh, Burgermeister for joining us uh, and check out Clan Quest Mod 4.0.1. Uh, Make sure you get that uh, that patch because that's a thing. Important. Yes, important. the patch is very important. But um, yeah, until next time, we'll see you then. Good night. Adios. Good night, Bye. everybody. Cheers. <laughs>